Welcome to episode eight of Pigskin Over Pizza, the show where we talk about sports while eating and eventually reviewing a hopefully delicious pizza. The date is September 2nd. We obviously don't have a pizza in front of us because we cheated the system about, what, a month ago at this point now? Yeah, it's literally been a month. So, sorry there hasn't been an episode in quite a while. We're going to hopefully get back to doing at least somewhat re- weekly, hopefully every week, but I have a couple of trips coming up, and life just gets in the way sometimes. But that's the game plan. But about a month ago, we got a pizza to try, and we recorded that with the plan of recording the episode the next day, I think the plan was. I don't fucking know. Yeah, time's gone now. Can't remember any, anything, really. And then stuff just kept popping up every week to make it not happen. So that's why we're not actually eating a pizza here if you're watching it. And if you are listening, like I said, this podcast is always better to watch, especially because you can see this pizza here. Yep. Pop. But this is where we'll insert our review of the pizza. So what are we eating today, Derek? Today, Casey, we are going to none other than, the, uh, than this donut place. Focus. Okay. It's the Wizard of Za. Signed by the wizard himself. Does this not look like donuts? This is donuts. Oh, okay. Go nuts for donuts. I go nuts for your nuts. Alrighty. Yeah, so did you want to get a whole rigmarole about what this is? So Wizard of Zaw is a newer place, I think within the last year. I don't don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they used to be invite only and you had to sign up. Now I signed up like six months ago and I never got an email. Apparently Danielle did. Or, or it's RSVP now. You just sign up like, oh, I want this date, like three months in advance. But it's always in advance. So it's pretty pretty exclusive here in the in the Columbus. Columbus. Um, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, and we have it here today. Can we do it then? Let's do it. I'm excited. What piece are you going for? This one? Okay, that's where I was going to go. I'll go right here. I think I don't want to start with the corner. Oh, boy. Um... So was there stuff on top? Like, did, did did she do anything extra, or is it just straight up how it is? No, there is uh, three things that are not on here. One of them being the hot honey that you have over there yep. on the side. I hate honey, but I'm going to try this because it's what everyone raves about. And then they put some kind of basil and something else on here. Is that on the pepperoni? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, so I haven't tried it yet. My initial thoughts, you said it smells good and looks really good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was bad, but it looks like... A, uh, a not as good Jets to me. And I don't think Jets is like the best thing in the world. I think it's good. Can I note something immediately? Yeah. You are going to hate this pizza. Am I? Yep. This is going to be one of the worst things you've ever eaten. This is going to be a one. All right. I'm excited. I am too. Oh, I'm not Unless you all. just wiped it all off. Go ahead, buddy. We're all eagerly awaiting. Not good. <laughs> what is that? I think it's garlic. I think there's a heavy garlic in there. And it's mixed with something else, but it's heavy yeah, garlic. It's not just normal. I would notice that right away. So yeah. it's, it's very garlicky, though. <clears throat> so this is the honey that everyone raves about. Again, yeah. I fucking hate honey. Yeah. This is okay, by the way. And apparently you get this is a thing, too. Yeah, we get lemon heads. Because uh, not good pizza. Watch down with even worse candy. Oh, I love lemon heads, so oh, I'm into I that. I hate them. This is one of my worst candies for me. So, 
I don't know what hot. I'm assuming it's honey that's hot. What the fuck? That's incredible. I'm gonna put a little bit more on that. I was a little worried at first. This is a non-pizza review, but Quaker Steak and Lube has a new hot sauce called Ooh. called Eat Heat. It is made from scorpion something venom, and it was fucking so hot. This has a little kick to it. Lives up to his name, I guess. That's pretty good. That adds something. Mm. Oh yeah, I need Ooh. anything added that I won't like. No, you would hate this. So is this a one from you? Or would you, go, you don't have to rate it right now, but this is not good to you, right? No, not good for me. Okay. No, sir. That mic's, did, does Danielle have the hot honey up there? It's on her pizza. Like they put it on there regularly. Oh. So that's just on there. Yeah. Interesting. I don't like that. I would ask for that off every time. <laughs> I would like to add that if I want it. Well, I have my thoughts, but save for the end. You want to talk about some sports? Yeah, let's do it. Right. Yes. You want to start some I can't football? do loud pops anymore, apparently. <laughs> I was told one of our avid listeners can't watch the show anymore because <laughs> I, I do the pops too loud. It's tragic. It sucks <laughs> that he won't even hear my apology either because <laughs> he won't listen anymore. I mean, I'll tell him to give another try. Okay. Or I I give he or she. We don't know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, avid viewer or listener, <laughs> uh, I do apologize. <laughs> And as long as it's within my willpower, I won't do loud pops anymore. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, they just sporadically hit me, you know? Mm. They just pop at you. Mm. Like right there, I wanted to rip <laughs> one. But I held it back for you. Ripping Random my listener. asshole. Ripping my asshole. Ripping my asshole. We can talk to sports. Yeah, like segwaying the sports there. Ripping my asshole. assholes. Seahawks. Nice. Pound it. <laughs> God, so it's been a month since we yeah. talked about anything. Are we talking? Oh my God, so much has happened. Yeah, so we're not going to cover everything. We're gonna. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way to. We're gonna cover our Literally teams. All of the preseason happened. Yep. <laughs> Next week we're gonna do just a gloss over of all the sports and then an NFL focus episode where we talk about our fantasy teams our picks for week one and how we think the divisions will finish for the entire year. Interested to see how our picks stack up. Yeah, that'll be fun. And we're going to do that every week. So that's another reason why I hope we can do an episode each week. Did you get my money? I did. Good. Yeah. But uh, this episode, we're going to do our best to talk about the stuff we missed, but there's just no way to cover everything. So oh, sure. we're just going to do, we're just going to go for it. I can, I can just rip off all the Seahawks stuff that's happened recently. Okay. Or maybe we can, let's say, let's just talk a little NFL. Okay. And then we'll talk about our teams. So, I mean, yeah, I don't really, there's no segues. It's just, let's just, <laughs> let's just chit chat. Um, the NFL is what we're speaking first. Ravens got some bad news. They did. Ohio State fans got some bad news. Yep. My fantasy team got some bad news. Oh, <laughs> this is why you. Well, I didn't, dra I, I was going to draft them. I oh, didn't, okay. I, I, I did try to draft them late because it's a keeper league. Oh, yeah. And I can keep them for next year. J.K. Dobbins. Uh, at the time of writing this, it was just an injury we didn't know. It's now confirmed to be a tear, so super sad out for the year. Yep. Um, I yeah, hate was... the Ravens, but I do like him. Same here. Not just coming Ohio State fan. He seems like a really good guy, and I thought uh, he had a chance to be a top running back in the league, and I think he was yeah. 
he had a decent rookie season, but I he's training to have a crazy breakout season. They do have a committee of running backs, so I think he would have been a little throttled by that, and Lamar Jackson is running back. Um, but I do think he would have done really well. I, mean, yeah. I think he will do well when he comes back. But um, We have 27 running backs if they want to trade for one of ours. Well, they do. and on the plus side for the Ravens, they did set the NFL record for preseason Thank wins. Thank God, yeah. In a, in a row, a streak. Yeah, what was it, 20? I don't know. Probably should put that in here. Yeah, probably. I'll look it up. That's why we have the laptop now. I have a laptop now, guys. I'm professional. Um, Ravens uh, preseason streak is 20th consecutive victory. Look at that. That was right. I that is kind of weird. That's but, uh, a lot of preseason games to win in a row. That is. Yeah. Kind of. I don't really get that. That's weird. Um. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to keep going, so if you're ready to... You're going to keep chit-chatting. Well, I have a whole a whole list of injuries here. Is that what you're going to continue on? I didn't do everybody's I got all kinds injured. of shit. Nothing's really organized on here. Okay, well, I'll continue with the injuries, and then you can continue with sure. your news. Because there's been um, a crazy amount of season-ending mm-hmm. injuries for preseason. I don't have all the injury, injuries in here. I put the big ones or season-ending. Because if you put all the injuries, even the ones that just are out like a week to four weeks... It is a crazy amount. And this is why another reason why I wish we did our show every week, if it were. Because I was preaching how you don't do fancy drafts before preseason's over. Yeah. I know I'm not some expert. I know that that's common sense, but it seems people uh, don't realize that because playing people are doing their drafts and then complaining. I know, like I said, that any injuries can happen at any point right after yeah. preseason. It can happen in training camp. It can happen in regular season. But I think you mitigate that the best you can by avoiding preseason. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the fairest way. So the Jaguars lost um, Etienne Jr. Mm-hmm. for the entire year. Fucking with, sad. Yeah, foot surgery. And the Rams lost Cam Akers, Akers running back for the entire season as well. Sad. He was very good. Yeah, torn Achilles. And then the Jets, Carl Lawson, their uh, linebacker, out for the season with the Achilles injury. The Patriots and former Buckeye, Raekwon McMillan, McMillan uh, suffered a torn ACL out for the entire season. And that's just the ones I had in here. I said because those are all season ending and all known names. Yeah. These but aren't that's... as known to everyone else, but our our special teams ace and linebacker, Ben Burkirvin, torn ACL out for the season. Our projected like fifth receiver was to make the team, and he's been on the well, he's been on the team for a few years, but he's always been practice squad. John Ursua, everyone's really high about him. He's having a good preseason. Torn ACL after the season. Um, Seahawks have had terrible injury luck so far. Yeah, that's uh, the Broncos. I don't want to jinx it because you know how horrendous it was last year. Yeah. But as far as preseason, they made it out relatively unscathed. They have injuries. The one I'm most worried about is not actually a serious injury. It's Bradley Chubb is questionable. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be the same thing he's dealt with throughout his career. So I'm just worried that that might be something that turns into a career kind of thing, which would suck ass oh, for somebody as good as him. so good. Yeah. If you guys want to get rid of him. <laughs> um, more Seahawks injuries have happened, but I'll talk about those. I have a lot of Seahawks stuff. Okay. About, so. um, Gardner Minshew is now a Philadelphia Eagle. That's right. He was traded to the Eagles for a conditional sixth round. So if he beats out Jalen Hurts, which honestly I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. 
Um, I think it would be late in the season if it happens, but I wouldn't be surprised. Not that I don't think Hurts is good, but I think he's good, but I think Minshew is fine. He's Have you looked at his, his stats compared to, like, Baker's? No. Minshew's are better. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I bet I can look it up really quick. I'm sure you have some thoughts on this. Go ahead. Yeah, I put it in here because I knew you'd be all oh, about yeah. talking about it. second thing uh, I, I think it happened the day I was doing it. I'm not even that high on Jalen Hurts, but I would be surprised if he's not the starter. And That's what I was saying. Like, later in the year, I think, when she will take over. Yeah, and I feel like you have to stay with Hurts for at least an entire season. Oh, do you? I think so. I mean, the same thing I talked about, I can't just play the other way, just because I'm not an Eagles fan. But he's barely gotten a chance. I feel like you got to figure out if he has it or not. And the Eagles. Yeah, Still. the whole way to handle that situation begin with drafting him and the way... They signed Carson Wentz to a huge contract and then drafted him immediately. The whole thing was fucking botched. But since you did that, I feel like you got to give him a chance to play before you just get rid of him and start over again. Um, Yeah, I agree. I, I Well, to a point, I, I think you do need to give him the chance. I They got rid of their leading receiver last year, uh, Fulgham. And I know they, they drafted... Uh, Weddle, that his name? Jalen so. Weddle. And they got some promising receivers over there, but it's just not a very good place to be dumped into. But you're probably right. I just kind of want to get back to this Minshew-Baker thing. So completion percentage, this the, in, in their NFL careers, which I think have been similar lengths. I think so. Baker Mayfield, 61.9%. Minshew, 62.9%. Uh, passer rating, 93.1% for Gardner. 89.1 for Baker. Passing yards per game, 240 for Minshew, 241 for Baker. Passing touchdowns per game, 1.6 for each. Interceptions per game, uh, uh, Mayfield doubles. I'm not surprised at that one. Um, Baker is seen to, seems to be in line to be getting a large extension from the Browns. Minshew's in a place that he's a backup and uh, lost to a rookie. So... <laughs> If Hurts doesn't work out, I don't think that they – I think a conditional six, six is great. Oh, yeah, I don't think the trade yeah. is bad. I just... I'd be interested to see what happens. I think anyone who's at the Eagles right now is just not in a good spot. But... <laughs> Did you have any more trade talks? They do have a couple oh, more. Oh, there's so much stuff. As far as trades? I'm sure there's some more stuff. Yeah, I'm sure okay. there's more stuff. I, I think more stuff has happened. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure you can just slip those in. Okay. Um – the Titans, uh, everyone has COVID. Have you seen this? No. <laughs> um, nine players and a bunch of coaches tested positive, including their head coach, Mike Vrabel. So, fuck them. <laughs> I'm finding out that I think them, the Colts, and a couple other teams are like bottom tier of vaccinated teams in the NFL. That is, this is, COVID's going to fuck some teams who just like, are like, no, we're not going to get vaccinated. They are going to get punished. Because if you're in close contact, you're done for at least 10 days. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. And the, uh, you're forfeiting the game too if your team can't play. Yeah. Seahawks have every player and every coach is vaccinated except for one player. And it's a health reason that he can't get it. And I don't know who that player is. They haven't said. I have my guess as to who it is, but um, Jameis Winston 
is the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, which he should be. Oh, yeah. uh, Taysom Hill sucks. Didn't they? I can't remember. I know I'm back for it. Didn't they give him big contract though? They did. To well, it was. It looks bigger than it actually is because it has a shitload of void years. Um, but it wouldn't even make sense to make Taysom Hill the quarterback because he's such an important part of their offense as being a receiver, running back, or she had tight end. That him being the quarterback would actually take away a large part of their offense, and their offense would suck more because he's not a good quarterback. James Winston looked pretty good since eye surgery. I'm excited for James Winston. His first year was really good. He just has a, he just has a little bit of an interception problem, but uh, I'd say a lot of bit. But yeah, I think he has. I hate him, but I think he has talent. I just think. Yeah, I I wonder. I like the Saints system a lot more than the Buccaneers. Then Camara will definitely be helpful. Michael Thomas certainly won't help, or will help. Not for six weeks. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence. We already talked about Minshew being gone. So Trevor Lawrence is QB one. He looked fine in the preseason. Did you watch any of it? No. He looked okay. I mean, I think the the last game he looked a lot better. So just getting the jitters down, but uh, he's gonna be good. The Jaguars aren't going to be good, but he'll be fine. I guess I did see highlights, but I actually like, watch. Yeah, I watched two full games for some reason. I don't know why. Um, he looks okay. I'm excited to see him in a real game. He's going to get the shit kicked out, though, behind that line. He already got beat up a few times um, in preseason against backups. He, he's they got to fix something. Also, Shaquille Griffin is on the Jaguars, the corner from Seattle. Torched every single play I saw him on. Really sorry for him. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, other news about quarterbacks. Andy Dalton is quarterback one. Um, and he had a quote. I'm really excited for fields, but it's my time to shine. Um, fuck Andy Dalton. Really? I, I don't mind. Actually, I'm just, that, that quote just seems so dickish. Oh, yeah. That re- <laughs> quote's ridiculous. Somebody that's on the verge of retirement. Yeah. But uh, I think- nice. I'll go ahead. I think he seems like a really good guy. I think he's um, terrible at the big games, as we've seen. Yeah. But I think he's a perfectly fine quarterback, and I think he's a perfect quarterback for a young quarterback to learn behind. Yeah. I think and, starting Dalton first is the right call. Oh, I think so, too. I I would do it for an entire season, but with too. fans in the stands, I think it's going to be uh, his first bad game. He'll be out of there. Unfortunately, yeah. Because I think Fields looked pretty good. He definitely looked like... He needs to sit for a little bit. But yeah. he had some plays like that you can tell what's going to be good. You know what I mean? As long as he gets that time. But maybe he just needs to learn to trial by fire, throw him in. I don't know. I think Andy Dalton will be the quarterback for the year. I hope so anyway for you his think sake. think so? I do. I think I'd be smart. Like I said, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Nagy's smart, so I don't think he'll – I don't think he's going to be as persuaded by fans as like – other people I don't know what other coaches would be but go destroyers there you go um <laughs> the Miami Dolphins are front runners for Deshaun Watson did you hear about this yeah their GM said that uh he can't wait to get him yeah why so that's a weird statement to me hey fuck too I guess that that is all that says um so that's gotten pretty disheartening for him uh 
I wouldn't want a guy with like 20 FBI charges at this point because the FBI is involved now. I did draft him. <laughs> so you would want a guy. Well, it was my <laughs> last pick. I had one bench spot, and it was either T.Y. Hilton or Deshaun Watson. And my quarterback is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> like, well, if, if things happen, I have a good quarterback. If not, that's an easy dump. That's an easy drop. Uh, and also, T.Y. Hilton got scooped right before. Yes. So, I'm surprised he even went that long. Uh, Sony Michelle traded from the Paterates to the Rams. The Padres? That's baseball. The Paterates. The Patriots. Oh, it's fancy, I got um. Yeah, fuck. I think Sony Michelle's really good, and I think he's the perfect kind of running back for that system. Um, he's gonna be an issue. It's funny sure. you said that. I thought it was gonna be. Now I feel like I'm kind of uh too light on it because people are making fun of the Rams because Patriot fans hate Sony Michelle and say he's, he's overrated. Yeah, and. I think that was a perfect fit for the Rams as we talked about losing Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. Didn't they lose somebody else too? They've lost so many people. Yeah. That so, team is, at least defensively, they're in a tough spot. So I think trading for him was really smart, even if he's a, just a decent running back. And I think he's good. Yeah. But uh, I was surprised that they had to give up two picks to get him. I don't think that. I do think they got fleeced on the trade. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I feel like we see so many times where those what trades happen. Trade? And you're like, I can't believe that. They gave him up for a six-round pick, and I think they gave up a fifth and a six. And I was like, I that seems like a, that seems like a one of those kind of picks, like a fifth or a six, not both of them. But that was probably, I'm sure that's they use that as leverage. And, well, you, you guys need a running back, so a twenty a twenty twenty two sixth and a twenty twenty three fourth. Oh, fourth, so even higher than I thought. Yeah, and Daryl Henderson's still there, and I think he's going to be like the power back. Sony Michelle is like a perfect pass catching back, and with Stafford there and their their whole motion fucking offense, which is nuts. Sony Michelle is gonna be perfect for that. I think it'd be a good PPR pickup too. Uh, we'll hold off on the uh, Teddy Two Gloves talk. Um, Steven Wisniewski, Wisniewski, Wiz Wizzy Wisniewski. He's the Chiefs tackle. Okay. He's been there for like ten years. He's retired. Um, he's really good. I think he's an all-pro. Yeah, His unfortunately, really Chiefs good. have a, a lot of good offensive linemen. Well, they lost a lot of them recently, so hopefully that'll change. But well, they fucking traded for a million of them. Yeah, they just rebuilt the motherfucker, and they drafted Creed Humphrey, who was the number one rated uh, center in preseason uh, rookies. Um. Cam Newton is aggravating coaches and staff, and now he's been cut. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. So uh, these are obviously a few days apart. But yeah, he was. You could, it, there was reports coming out that the coaches and staff were getting aggravated with vaccination shit and with him missing days. Uh, now he's just fucking cut because Mac Jones looks legit as fuck. Yeah, I was surprised they straight up cut him. I thought he'd be they a really good backup. Him. Yeah. No, I just I, I think they don't want the hassle. Yeah. Who do they have as a backup though? Who have they ever had as a backup? Probably some old like Brian Hoyer or something. Well yeah, but that's when you had Tom Brady and like one of the most yeah. I hate him, but one of the most de- dependable, durable quarterbacks there was. And or has been. 
Yeah. I don't and, know who the backup is. Oh, Danny. Uh, Danny Etling from LSU? He was on Seattle's roster for a little bit, but I think he went back. That could be, that could be me talking out of my ass also. Mac Jones better not be legit. I can't handle... Jared Stidham. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he looks fucking good. I think he looked the best of every... Yeah. And I think that's the general... Him and Zach Wilson. Yeah, I saw... I didn't watch games, but I saw highlights, and it kind of looks like... Tom Brady. Yeah, not like he's as good as Tom Brady, but the style, it's hard to tell a difference Like if you didn't note it, notice it, and I can't handle another 10 years of that, so I hope he sucks ass. I don't think he's going to. I really don't. He looks so good. Um, but who knows? He could. Um, but he looks really good. I, 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 by far, out of all the rookie quarterbacks, I think he looks the most pro. Lawrence had flashes. Fields had flashes. But they both looked like they struggled. Lance, I think, looked bad. But he had, like, one long play, so everyone thinks he's sucking his dick. Shanahan won't even name one of the starters. I think he's going to do like a Taysom Hill thing. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Fine with me, I guess. Uh, Panthers traded Denzel Perryman to the Raiders for a sixth-round pick. It's a good pickup. Yeah. Raiders also signed KJ Wright to a one-year deal, I think, today. Oh, yeah? Ten-year Seahawk. It's a shame. He's going to play a one-year deal. Should have just retired. <laughs> but he was—he had his two best years. He's 32. He has two best years when he was 30 and 31. So. Yeah. Um, Shanahan not naming quarterback one, but has a good idea of who. We said that. Tim Tebow has been cut, so I don't get my jersey. <laughs> Are you going to get a jersey? Well, if he caught a touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence in the regular season, everyone was going to get a jersey. Oh, oh. But uh, he got cut. Yeah. Um, and he didn't make a practice squad either. <laughs> so, yeah, that was surprising because like I said I figure with Urban Meyer being the coach, so that was kind of just a lock of yeah. him. Nobody else brought him in. He immediately did that. He was kind of just a lock in. So I can't believe how fast that happened. I know he had that one terrible block, but it was I thought, awful. Yeah. yeah, it was awful. But I thought the, I was like, there. I thought the overreaction was crazy. I was like, how many times have you seen bad blocks, but but nobody thinks yeah. of it because it's not Tim Tebow, especially yeah. if. Somebody told you that was their first game ever as tight end. I think it'd be a lot more. Yeah, it was probably consistent. Like, he just wasn't. He was, like, probably consistently doing shitty. Yeah. And then his route running looked pretty terrible. There was one play that he was wide open, though, and they just did good to him. Yeah. He's just not going to play football anymore. He tried. It's yeah. Cool. Shit, I should have put in here. He just got, oh, uh, first take. That's what he got yeah. hired to do. He's so. going to be. He's going to. Every Friday morning, he's going to um, debate Stephen A. Smith. Which sounds terrible. Yeah, I will not watch that. And Tim Tebow's way too nice and normal of a guy, Stephen A. So he's either going to be so played up because you know Tim Tebow's not like that, that it's automatically going to be fake, or Stephen A. is going to look even more like an asshole. Definitely. Well, that's good Christians. We think this. <laughs> Fuck Christianity, bro! That's Stephen A. Smith. Travis at the end out for the year. Oh, Robbie Anderson of the Panthers. That's where he's released. A two year, $29.5 million contract. It's a large contract. Yeah. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald doesn't have the urge to play anymore. That's what he said. Hmm. So he could retire. 
I can't believe it hasn't happened yet, but yeah, at the same time, he's done it so long now that it'd be surprising. He should do time. it. Oh, dude. While we're on this, I didn't write it down. Uh, he should retire because he ha- he's going to retire with more tackles than drops. And that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Immediate first ballot Hall of Famer. Like that's. I really like Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I think it's hard I'll to be able- him. It'll be easier for me to hate the Cardinals when he leaves. Uh, speaking of Cardinals, Malcolm Butler, captain, Super Bowl Forty Nine. Uh, fucking retired. Got signed by the Cardinals. I was actually dreading it. Like, we have to fucking see the Super Bowl replay twice a year for two hours. Just retired. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm so into it. And the Cardinals corner situation, outside of Byron Murphy, who's okay, is bad. Like, bad. Like, worse than ours. No, but like bad, like to the bone. Bow, 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 yeah, bow. like that kind of bad, no, like the like bad shit. boys. Um, like bad, 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 bad. Uh, Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson have had miraculous recoveries. Have you heard about this? I saw Carson Wentz was supposed to be out five to twelve weeks originally. Right? Yeah, he's starting now. He'll be there week one. That's yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I didn't know what was happening. But then he caught COVID. But he'll be back. Same with Quentin Nelson. He was supposed to be out for like half the season. He'll be there week one. But he also has COVID. Because they're in the bottom five teams of people that are uh, not vaccinated. And we play them week one. So. <clears throat> I was going to go, but I'm afraid like they're going to like not have fans or something because no one has vaccines or something. Uh, 49ers signed HaHa Clinton Dix. Did you know he still played football? Yeah. I know he's not even old. I just feel like he's been in the league forever. Yeah, I only figured it out because did you see that terrible clip of when he got the interception yeah. and the announcer's losing it? Ha 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 ha! Oh, stop! Ha 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 ha! Look it up on YouTube if you haven't. It's uh, it's bad. <laughs> Saquon Barkley is back and looks really good. Was able to make it through preseason. Good for him. I like Saquon. He seems like a good guy. Uh, Nick Chubb, the Chubster, signed a three-year, thirty-six point six million dollar extension. I saw that. As much as I hate the Browns, I think it's a good move. I think that's uh, a, that's a lot of money, but it's a reasonable contract. He's and, so good. Yeah. I would rather success. put money into him than Baker. Yeah. They're going to put money into Baker, unless he has a shit year. But. Or into Creamy Cunt. Ooh, yeah. Someone was trying to argue that Cream Hunt's better than Nick Chubb, and they were making sense. Yeah, I think talent-wise, I think it's pretty comparable. Yeah. I think Nick Chubb is better. But I, I think, think he's a better pure running back, Nick Chubb. Yeah. But I think uh, as far as signing some, having somebody sign a long-term contract, that would make it a lot easier for me if they were even somewhat comparable and Green Hunt has his history of off-field issues. seems yeah. like this silent fucking badass. Yeah, but, uh, well, yeah, I know yeah. who I'm signing. Have I reminded you recently that we could have drafted Nick Chubb and we took Rashad Penny instead? Yeah. Okay. Just make it true. Rashad Penny, who almost didn't make the team, but I think the only reason he did because we drafted him in the first round. Anyway, Randall Cobb is back in the Packers. Yeah. Didn't know he was still playing either. Um, yeah, we talked about that last week about the rumor. What are you going to talk about what they traded? Uh, actually, I have it. Oh, you're, think yeah, you're good. Um, yeah, they traded. He I don't was, think it was much, was it? No. He was on the Texans. And they traded a six-round pick for him, and he was making six million. But the 
Texans are going to pay more than $3 million of that. So they're paying more than half the contract. It's already not too crazy. And, yeah, I think last time, it's been quite a while now, but I think you were talking about how you can't believe he's still in the league and why they want him. I think for a six-round pick and the Texans taking up most of his contract. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, in 2019, he had over 800 yards and only three touchdowns, but over 800 yards. And even last season with everything being the way it was, he had 400 yards and three touchdowns, but still nothing yeah. spectacular. And I think that's probably going to go up with the <laughs> consistency of, and the chemistry he has with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So I think it's a really smart move on their part. Yeah. I think the only move that would have made sense would be to go to the Packers. Oh, yeah. So good for him. Fuck, that team just needs to get older, and I'm just cool with that. Just keep bringing fucking old-ass people. I'm cool with it. Fuck the Packers. Uh, I fucking hate him so much. I hate the whole team. Josh Allen signed a six-year, $258 million contract with $150 million guaranteed. Let's hope he can play the way he has the last no season. No shit. That is quite the investment for a good year. That is a hit. I hope Baker gets that. That you team's going to be fucked. Oh, I was going to say, like, you hope he deserves that. Like, uh, you're no, saying, I hope they pay him that. They probably will, and yeah, I hope they do too. Yeah. They're going to be so fucking straddled. <laughs> I saw they're projected to have negative 500,000 cap space next year. Already, the Browns are. Uh-huh. They went into the season with like the most. We're projected to have almost 40 mil free. Our Super Bowl window's closing. Bullshit. Darius Leonard, five-year, $98.5 million contract. Highest paid safety in the league. Or, linebacker, sorry. Let's talk about the highest paid safety in the league here in a little bit. Um, Darius Leonard's really fucking good. He's not the best, but someone has to start the getting paid the most. Yeah. So, Fred Warner will get more than that. Bobby Wagner will want something. I hope he doesn't want that fucking much. He probably doesn't want to play that long either. Yeah. But uh, Darius Leonard's really good, so good for him. Uh, Middle linebackers are a pretty important position. Uh, Seahawks released Alden Smith. <laughs> Don't know why. Uh, every, he was in this, like, care system there, and he was being super honest and open with coaches, and everything was going really well. And then the next day after all that, he was just cut. So I think something legal came up, or he broke. Yeah. He, there was a big, big trust thing. They said like we're we're open communication. There's a big trust thing, and so I'm assuming there was a broken trust. Yeah. And Pete Carroll and John Schneider usually don't put up with that shit. So still not sure why he was cut, but uh, unfortunately he is cut. As much as he's a sack of shit, <laughs> um, that line looked. I, th I still think our line is going to be a surprise this year. Like it's going to be really fucking good. I think it could have been, like, top five with Alden Smith. But top ten is pretty good, too, without him. Um, that's all I have that isn't specifically Seahawks. So, because uh, I could talk about cuts and practice squad, and I will talk about that stuff. But that's all the big news I saw. I'm sure you have some different stuff. but Yeah, you went over a lot of it, actually. But, um Talking about the Browns, this is more specific to um, around us, but that's majority of people listen or watch this. Yeah. The Browns are on, now on 97.1 The Fan, which is the biggest sports oh, radio okay. station here, which sucks ass for me because I love listening to that station because 
I told you I can barely watch sports commentary anymore because it's the same five opinions everywhere. But the nice thing about local stations is that they don't have to follow that to try and get views and they have real opinions. Mm-hmm. So that's the nice thing about local things like that. So now they have the fucking Browns on there. It's going to be a little harder for me. Yeah. But I get why they did, a, did it as a business move, but I'm just not a fan of it personally. And now they're popular, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's see here. Jarrell Casey retired, defensive lineman, for 10 years, one year with the Broncos, only played three games. Okay. Has a pretty dope last name. But he had a really good career with the Titans. What's up? I didn't say anything. He did have a very good year, career with the Titans. What was this thing that you... I was There was something on my laptop. Oh, okay, so Jarrell Casey, pretty sweet last name. Um, <laughs> yes, and I think... I don't know if... The shaft is the right word with the Broncos because he only got to play three games and then they cut him. I get why they did because he was injured for so long. Yeah. But it just sucks. I still think he had something left in him. So it's kind of, and he was so good with the Titans the year before that and for most of his career, that makes it a little harder. Mm -hmm. Um, Another retired player. This one is pretty much a lifelong Broncos player, Todd Davis. Played eight years in the league, six of them were with the Broncos. And he was undrafted, and then he was cut three times as a rookie before he was finally re-signed with the Broncos again. And then he became on became a three-time tackle leader in different seasons, and he won uh, the Super Bowl with them. So I always like those kind of stories that oh, yeah. the players that are like, this guy's a fucking bum and nobody thinks about him. I think it's fucking awesome. Oh, Especially yeah. turning yourself into that kind of career. Those. I really do. Like, I, I talk about the Seahawks a lot, obviously, because I love them. But I really yeah. do respect their front office. They have a lot of. They have like a streak of undrafted people that usually make it. They did it again this year. Yeah, yeah I made the fifty-three. So, yeah, the Broncos. I should post something about that. I think it was like the twelfth year in a row that at least one of those have made it on a fifty-three man roster. Pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, kind of getting into some Broncos news. Kind of mixed up here, though. Uh, Steve Atwater, Peyton Manning, and John Lynch were all inducted mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. So three Broncos in one year. Did you? I did. I like Peyton a lot. Uh, yeah. I only watch Peyton's. <laughs> I got, yeah, I think it's hard to hate him. Like I said, I think I've said it on here multiple times, but I was a fan of his with the Colts, and he knocked the Broncos out of the playoffs three years in a row. And I wanted the Broncos to win, but it makes it a lot easier when it seems like that guy's not a massive douchebag. Yeah. You see Tom Brady's, why he was there. He had to make sure the guy was actually done. Yeah. I, uh, I'm learning this about Tom Brady. You know how I keep saying I think I don't hate him anymore? Yeah. He's just becoming funny and like a likable person. Yeah, see, I'm not getting any of that. <laughs> he has a super punchable face now. He's like gotten more douchey looking. Yeah, his hair is wor- way worse now. And he's tanner. <laughs> I think that's all making it worse. Yeah, but, being uh, in uh, Tampa Bay opposed to New England, I funny. guess we'll do that. But he's funny. He's likable. So it's like the last word I'd use to, or last thing I'd use to yeah, describe I I like Tom Brady now. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's been the, it's been slow for a while, years. You know what happened? Speaking of pizza, we're kind of bringing this full circle. What happened was you started liking this Dave Portnoy guy, and then I've always liked <laughs> his pizza reviews. He makes me hate Boston and Michigan more than I already do, <laughs> so he has no effect on it. But you like him, like you like his personality, right? Like him. 
Uh, no, I've, I think I've stated on here. I think I hate him and I like him. I think he's funny, but I think he's a piece of shit. <laughs> and he's he's actually a piece of shit. Like I think there's like a lot of like negative things. I, get, I think he's like a uh, like he's into like teenage girls or something. Like I think he's just a, in a literal sack of shit. <laughs> um, but like he's kind of funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Weigh the good and the bad. You know. You weigh the good and the bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think. But uh, definitely. <laughs> but you can still be funny. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you saw this. There was a card of Patrick Mahomes, a rookie card that was autographed, that sold for $4.3 million. It was the highest-selling football card ever and the fourth-highest-selling card in general, and it sold in uh, New Albany, a card shop really? there. Yep. I was like, Good what kind of fucking, fucking shop can you buy a card for $4.3 million? <laughs> that is nuts. I'm excited for Patrick Mahomes to have a bad year. <laughs> you think he's going to? Or you just mean whenever it happens? I think he will eventually. Oh, eventually, yeah. Tyreek Hill will get hurt or Travis Kelsey will retire. Then oh, he yeah, has, and then he has to do year. it with not the fastest person in the NFL and not one of the best tight ends and not – his running backs have never been that good. But Well, Kareem Hunt used to play with him, so yeah. he's good, man. Clyde Edwards Lair is pretty good, too. Yeah. I don't think I'll have a bad – I think eventually he will have a down year because every quarterback no, I, does. Yeah. But No, I agree. That's what I was seeing if you were saying this year because I hope he has no, a horrendous year, but, year. yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I think he'll be fucking incredible. Yeah. Probably only have like one, like half a bad year or something. He'll probably just be consistently great for like 10, 12 years. Yeah. Um, or his yeah. arm will just randomly start to blow out like Brett Favre's or something. Should we uh, – Get into the Broncos preseason and the news there. Sure. If you want to go into our teams, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. So the Broncos were three and zero in preseason. I know everybody says preseason doesn't matter. I'm not I don't think it's the end all be all because the Browns I think the year they went four and zero in preseason is the year they went 0 and sixteen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well the Lions did that. The Browns didn't? I know I they went think... 0 and four, maybe it wasn't the same year. Yeah, I don't know if it was. But the Lions went 4-0 and then lost every single game. Yeah, so I don't think it's 1-1, one to one, but I think I think it gets a little too much hate for one. I think you always want to – I think winning in anything sets a good precedent. And I think preseason there's a lot you can learn from if you pay attention to football and you know it, like the matchups of who's actually going to be playing in the real games, yeah. seeing that and seeing how the players would translate to a – not a full game, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And the Broncos uh, were the only defense in the entire league to not give up a touchdown in the preseason. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty fucking crazy. And I think that's the kind of stuff that I don't think it's going to translate like I said one-to-one. I don't think they're going to be like, well, nobody can score on them. But I think that's the kind of stuff that gives you signs of things that could happen, especially because they were uh, – the last game, was it? They had their most of their defense in. For uh, I think the first half, you against us, you had your stars in for the first half. Okay, yeah, I told you that game. I kind of had to. It was so late that I didn't get a. I tried yeah, to watch highlights. And, your your offense was the starters for like three quarters. Yeah, because they wanted to give a fair shot at Teddy and Drew Lock. But the defense, I think Simmons and all of them were out there um, for like the first half, and we were playing our third fourth. 
I agree that, that the preseason gives you signs, but I think it depends on the strategy also. Oh, like, yeah. the Broncos, the way you're looking at it, I think it makes sense for them because they needed to figure out who their offense was. So they need to keep starters out there longer. We literally have to find out who our depth is going to be. Yeah. So we only played third and fourth. None of our starters played the whole preseason. So I don't think wins and losses matter. It, it depends on the context for uh, certain teams. I don't think wins and losses matter for us in the preseason. But I think seeing those guys was more important for Pete yeah. Carroll. That's what he th- I mean, I'm sure he wanted to win every game. But uh, I would have been pretty fucking sure. The fact that we blew out the Chargers, like, still boggles my mind. So... You referenced the Broncos playing the Seahawks, so I think we should address that. Our old podcast was the Brohawks and the Broncos. Rip. Yeah, the Broncos absolutely demolished the Seahawks. The and, third and fourth string Seahawks, they sure did. And the Broncos just, I think that means, do they play each other in regular season? I don't think so. No. Yeah, because I think it would be 50 and nothing. I think you can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, Alex Magoo, our quarterback, was really out there. The guy who's definitely still on the team. Really let you guys up. Actually, both quarterbacks that played you aren't even on the team anymore. I'm trying to think of a joke from Magoo, but I couldn't get it. He's my poo. Mm. So the big news with the Broncos preseason, of course, is Teddy Bridgewater was named the starter. Did you want to have your opinions first? Sure. He said debate, so I feel like you're going to feel pretty different. Yeah, maybe debate was a bad word. I think Teddy earned it. If the, if we're going out the preseason, I guess I don't know. I think I think I would have started Drew Locke and let him lose the job. But that's me being an outsider. Um, maybe he already lost the job. You know what I mean? Like maybe during camp and practices and the preseason, maybe they just he just lost it. And I didn't because I don't follow him obviously as much. But from what I saw, Teddy played really well. I think Drew Locke played pretty well too. But the only game I fully watched was obviously Teddy Bridgewater just dismantling our our defense, and it almost wasn't. And then Drew Lock came in and got fucked. He just kept getting sacked, but uh, he, but he the starters were still in for that though, so it is interesting. There there was a shift when I don't know. They did bring in the second line though, then which I think he, they big... stayed in. For a little they? bit, yeah, because they made a point of that because they're like, we want to give them both a fair chance behind that line. Hmm. That's that's what I read, and that's what I thought I saw. I know they took out some of the starters. I they did the start taking line. them out, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then eventually Drew Locke was playing behind all backups, so it wasn't as fair. The Teddy definitely got all starters. I think Drew Locke had the starting line and backup receivers, and then the back the backup line came in also. So, um. I'm fine with Teddy starting. I think Teddy's good. I do worry that Teddy has a history of Teddy checkdown, and Teddy can't win big games. I think Drew Locke, um, I think he's more of a risk taker, which can be good and bad, um, but I think he's going to try to win you the game harder than Teddy would. But I think Teddy's going to put you in a spot to be able to win games easier because he won't be – I think he's a little better. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what I think. So I'm, I would be like, okay, I'm cool with Teddy starting. Um, and it's nice to know that Drew Lock's still there. Like, oh, Teddy wasn't the answer. At least Drew Lock's still there. You know what I mean, at least they didn't like. We're all aboard on t- Teddy. We're gonna trade Drew Lock. You know what I mean? So all aboard the Teddy train. All they called him Teddy Two Gloves. 
the Broncos Twitter did. They called him Teddy Two Gloves. I've never seen anyone actually call him that besides us. So, I like it. I, f- I, I feel kind of bad for Drew Locke because I like Drew Locke. But uh, I don't really know why I like Drew Locke so much. <laughs> he had, I don't care about him. <laughs> he seems kind of like a goofy white dude. <laughs> but I also have always liked Teddy. So. And anytime Teddy, Teddy's gotten to – when he played for the Saints, he went 5-0 and in his starts. He looked good in the preseason. He – was good with the Vikings until his leg just was just not a leg anymore. So that would also have me a little worried is the health aspect. Yeah. But I would I there are worse quarterback situations. That that's what I think. I don't think you're in a bad spot. I don't completely disagree with everything. Um and I don't have an issue with Teddy Bridgewater, I think Teddy too close. Yeah, sorry. Uh I think he can be a good quarterback, and I think he was uh, one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league for sure. So it's not necessarily an issue with him for me. It's the, like I said, I think eventually you're turning to Browns territory if you just take these high quarterbacks, and then he still played 16 games his entire career, and half of those were in a COVID year, and the Broncos were one of the most injured teams in the league. You were without your best receiver the entire year and behind one of the worst offensive lines in the league and you're a young quarterback on top of that. And then, I gotta be honest, I thought it was complete bullshit the whole time they were saying it was a quarterback battle. I was like, they're just doing that to motivate Drew Locke, which that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Why you do that, I didn't think it was actually a quarterback battle. And then when they named him the starter, I was more confused because if you look at their, if it was actually a quarterback battle, unless it's stuff in practice and things we're not seeing, that's why I mentioned that specific. I was like, I wonder if he lost the battle in practice or like in training camp or something. Yeah, because the preseason stats, we'll go one by one here. The completion percentage, Drew Locke has 68%. Tabor's water 73, so obviously it beats him out a little there. Um, he also had 30 attempts. Bridgewater did. Drew Locke had 28. And Drew Locke had more yards with less attempts, 298 to 241. And then three touchdowns, three touchdowns, and no turnovers for either of them. And then Drew Locke had a quarterback rating of 118 to Tay Bridgewater's 90. So I just don't know. There had to be something real dramatic that we couldn't see for that to change. And even if Teddy Bridgewater is a better answer for this year, I just think that doesn't look good as an organization to, like I said, draft somebody that high and give up on them. I know that he could come back and play like you say. I think the worry there is that if that kills confidence and yeah. somebody plays completely different because of that, I mean, it could. I know it could go both ways. It could motiv- motivate him and then come in, oh, well, this should have been my job. Yeah. I just think more often that kind of stuff happens in young quarterbacks that don't have the best mindsets to begin with. Have you? Did you see his interview afterwards? Yeah. He seems like he's in a good mindset. Yeah, I hope so. I feel like Brock Oswald did the same thing with – Peyton Manning, and I felt like he figured out later he was a real fucking baby about it. Osweiler's kind of a bitch, though. Yeah. And he also wasn't that good. <laughs> so, ever. <laughs> he was just tall. John Elway has this, And he like, looked like Rob, uh, Robert Pattinson. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Elway just has this fucking hard on for tall quarterbacks, so. Yeah, so. I don't know. I know you probably knew my answer to this, but like I said, I don't disagree with everything you say, and I. Don't have an issue with Teddy Bridgewater. I have more of an issue of 
thing as a whole. It felt like Teddy was going to be the starter pretty much the whole time. So I don't know if if they believe this. I've I've really turned into this kind of pussy with football teams. If they believe that he puts them in the best chance to win, I guess we just have to trust that and see what you know. What I mean, hopefully that's true. But it had to be a thing where he lost in camp or practice. Like something had to have happened. But Elway also seems to be a terrible, like, picker of talent at quarterback for some reason. I have no idea why. Because he was so good. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe this is the wrong call, too. I don't know. Luck is the answer, and he's just not getting the fair chance. Yeah, that's, like I said, that's my thing all along is that I think you got to figure out maybe he ends up being a bust. I don't think so, because I think he's shown flashes of brilliance, even amongst a ton of bullshit. Not his bullshit, but I'm saying like the stuff yeah. he's had to deal with around him. But I think you got to figure that out. I don't think you just give up on it. I can't imagine they're giving up on it. If anything, I mean, maybe they're just doing this for like a year. They'll ship Teddy, or maybe Teddy's the answer for the future. Because Teddy's what, like 28? I think 29? so, yeah. can't imagine. Maybe Teddy's a, maybe they'd feel more comfortable. I don't know. The weird thing, and what I should have said when I was talking about how I think it's bad for the franchise, even opinions aside, is that Drew Locke's still on a rookie contract and Trey Bridgewater's making more money. So if this is your answer and you stick with him, you're also spending more money. Obviously, it's worth it if he ends up being good. Yeah. But I'm saying that just seems like a weird business move to put somebody that's making less money that has potential to be a quarterback and then put somebody ahead of him that's making more money like that. Yeah. I don't know. It is weird. Maybe, yeah, it's just financially driven. I don't know. I don't I don't think you're in a bad spot either way. I just, I, like I said, I don't think Teddy's going to lose you games. I think, I don't think he's going to, he, he feels like Baker to me. He's not going to go out there and throw 15 touchdowns when you're down by 40 and get you back into the game. You know what I mean? But, uh, I don't know, maybe he's a different boy. Maybe he's a bridge to another quarterback. Bridge over troubled water. Yeah, I was just making a pun with his name. Yeah. I think that would be a mistake. All right, well, we'll see what happens. Week one, who do you play? Giants. defense isn't bad actually and Saquon Barkley is supposed to be back like he said Danny Dimes been looking good apparently yeah we'll see I think I hope Drew Locke gets another shot and I hope that it didn't kill his confidence because like I said I think he has a chance to be really good and I want to see it because I'm so sick of every expert knowing they sucks and then like I said these are the same experts that would have told you that about Josh Allen now everybody thinks he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league Top four yeah. is what the newest rankings have him at. Fourth best quarterback in the NFL. And that's, I was just not even just kind of a Broncos fan. I wanted to see how quick that narrative would turn and not only turn, but the same people that were hating on him not be like, yeah, I was wrong. He's really good. She's like, but yeah, it's Drew Locke. Why wouldn't they? Of course you're going to resign him. It's Drew Locke. And I just can't, stand, that's why I said that's why I can barely fucking stand sports commentary now. Yeah. What year is he on? 
Third year? 22. 24. 24. What, uh, how long has he been in the league? This would be his third season. He's got two more years, or one more with an option, I guess. Yeah. Second round pick. I think it's a high second, too, though, wasn't it? It wasn't essentially a, it's like, both 30, or, uh, Mid-30s, I think. Um, oh, no, 42nd overall. 42nd. So, the 11th pick of the... Yeah. The 10th pick of the second round. Yeah, it's a tough situation, I feel like. You just don't know. I feel like you just have to pick who you believe would be the best chance now. Said defense is gonna be so good. And you have a lot of talent around whoever the quarterback's gonna be. The offensive line's still in question, correct? Yeah, they at least made some moves for one, so hopefully that's enough. I still think it's in question for sure. And Garrett Bowles, um, I'll be the first one to say I was uh well, I always liked him. He seems like a fucking awesome dude. And uh his body just looks fucking made for football. Yeah. But uh, I'll be the first one to say when uh, he was struggling. I don't know if you remember hearing about it. He was just fucking terrible, and he was their first-round pick. I think uh, he yeah. was real high, and he could not stop holding every play. It was just like a running joke every time play happened. They'd throw a flag up, and it was his fault. It wasn't like I was mad at the referees. The Jermaine Fetty effect. Yeah, but last year he turned into one of the best left tackles easily, and he uh, gave up zero sacks all year. Nice. One of the few good things on the Broncos offensive line. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. You want to uh, get into your Seahawks? Here? Oh, is it all the Broncos stuff you got? Yeah, like I said, kind of touching a lot of Broncos, like the yeah. retirement and the Hall of Fame and whatnot. Do you have like all the cuts and all that shit, or do you not want to get into that with? Your... No, I didn't do it just because. Uh... Ours was like serious, so like I like have to go over it. Yeah, I was gonna say there was some that was like really, but nothing that really yeah. stood out Ours, for me. So there's a lot that fucking stood out. All right, I'll go over my shit quick. We went one and three, one and two. Which is fine. I don't really care. Yeah. We got a really good look at depth. Uh, so much so that I guess one of our backups became a starter, and we have a $4 million corner sitting on the bench. So that's sweet. Um, we lost John Ursuer, Ben Brookhurvin for the season. Ryan Neal, who was our, our – uh, he's not a starting safety, but he's like in our dollar and our dime packages. So he's on the field quite a bit out for – it could be season-ending. Uh, like 50 linemen. All of them are hurt. Um, Dwayne Brown is holding in. He wants a new contract, and he isn't talking. Uh, and a lot of receivers got hurt. So we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, we acquired John Reed from Houston. He's a corner. He's short for a conditional seventh. We cut him. So we got our seventh back, and then we signed him back to our practice squad. So we got him for free, uh-huh. which is sick as fuck. Um, apparently, he looked really good in practice, and he had – meaningful reps in the final preseason game and uh did really well so having him on the practice squad seems legitimate our corner situation is gonna be interesting this year we have a killer willerspoon dj reed who's been hurt all preseason our rookie trey brown is now hurt and doesn't look like he's gonna win the starting job so we're rolling out 
the same corners we had last year. Trey Flowers and DJ Reed. One of them's five foot ten. One of them sucks. So everyone is so hyped on the coaching staff about Trey Flowers, and I've done nothing but bitch about him. Same with the rest of Seahawks Twitter. I can't believe he won the he won the over a kill Witherspoon, who was good and also cost four million dollars. He's on the bench. I think it's gonna be a rotating corner situation. Um Jamal Adams got a new deal. Finally. I saw that. Um I think it's a pretty decent deal. Four years, seventy million, thirty eight mil guarantee. It creates cap space and it locks up a top three safety. Some could argue top one. Um, most importantly, he gets him back at practice because he wasn't doing anything until he got a new deal. Um, four years is standard for Seahawks. We usually don't do more than that. Um, it gives me my next jersey purchase, which is fun. Um, I really like Jamal Adams. I like his attitude. I think he fits in the Seahawks attitude. That like fiery competitive thing that we always have. Um, and he's really fucking good. And I'm excited that he's always been looked at as one of the best safeties. And last year, for some reason, everyone started shitting on him. So I'm excited for that chip to be there a little bit. Um, he's literally, in New York, he was the best safety in the NFL. And he was he set a DB sack record last year of all the NFL ever. Multiple pass breakups. Was pretty decent in coverage, but also tore his shoulder, broke like seven fingers. And did something else to like his chest or something. So he's and he's fully healthy now, so I think it's a good deal. He's he's not the highest paid on the team. He is the highest paid safety, but um, Bobby's still the leader of the defense, so he gets paid the most. That's how they view it. Um, it has created a domino effect though, because now Quandre Diggs, our free safety, wants a new contract. <laughs> um, well, that's what we thought. I just watched an interview with him yesterday. Do you have any thoughts on the Jamal Adams contract before I just keep going? No, I know that people freaked out about it. I know it's a meme. I know he's a safety, so I don't think this means he shouldn't got the contract. I did think it was crazy that he's never had a interception. That just kind of surprised me. Like I said, I know, I know safeties aren't known for that, but that did surprise me because people are using it as a meme. He doesn't have any interceptions? Yeah. I think he has – I think they're a tackle. I think, they have, I think he has one, doesn't he? Which is no. still ridiculous. Yeah, like I said – He's a box safety. Yeah. He's not a free safety. He has two interceptions. Hmm. So that meme wasn't even true on top of that. Yeah, he has two interceptions. Um, I said I. that's what I was saying. There are that defensive way. tackles that have more interceptions. That's what always the thing is, the meme. But yeah, he, he is, he's never been played like a true safety. He doesn't sit back and ball hawk. He is in the box like Camp Chancellor was. And that's why I think the, the contract makes more sense for Seattle. Because Camp Chancellor was a crucial part of their cover three defense and Jamal Adams plays that to a T the enforcer role so oh but he's a linebacker fuck it he's a fucking good one god damn it who can cover pretty well yeah so yeah I don't know why people would freak out about it I've seen I've seen people kind of sit like yeah that's what we were expecting for the contract extension so these people aren't freaking out about that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't get where this meme came from that he all of a sudden sucks this year. <laughs> when he was highly regarded as the best safety for those first couple of years. Probably the same thing I talked about a couple of times. Just once uh, the ball gets rolling, he'll so jump on without weird, knowing. Man. 
I can't wait for him to fucking just ball. I, he he says, what's he? He said he wants to get ten sacks this year and he wants five interceptions. Those are his, his and he wants to win a Super Bowl. Those are his goals this year. He can control none of those, but at least two of them are more within his grasp. Um, but more importantly, he creates cap space. I think we have more wiggle room now. Because Quandre Diggs wants a new contract, but he said it was a personal issue that he wanted to be heard on, and that's why he's not practicing. So I don't know if it's a contract. He said he talked to Pete Carroll, and he said I should be back at practice soon, and I'll definitely be available week one. But I don't know what it's like. It's confusing. But he's, like, talking to media. He's at practice. I don't know. Dwayne Brown, same as Diggs. Um, Not practicing. Uh, Tackle... I have on here sucks ass. It doesn't. Because Dwayne Brown's going to play. Um, but Stone Forsyth, the fucking mammoth we yeah. drafted late, was the highest graded rookie left tackle. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And he looks good. Now, I was going to I was gonna go much harder than that, but he looks good. Yeah. I think he. we found a gem late round that he can learn from Dwayne Brown. He's going to be really good. Um... Matt Hasselback and Mike Holgram are being inducted into the Ring of Honor this year. Good old Hasselbald. Old Hasselbald. I like those two. Oh, yeah, uh, I haven't got an issue with either of them. Alden Smith thing. Oh, Luke Wilson. Have I talked to, talk to you about him? Yeah, He's Owen tight Wilson. Brother. Yeah, Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, Luke Wilson, he is like a meme for Seahawks players at this point. Yeah. He um, wears shorts like up to his dick. Has long hair. Um... He was on the Super Bowl winning team. He, he, he's been on the team since 2013, and he, we keep cutting him and then re-signing him like four times. We signed him because uh, Colby Parkinson got hurt our tight end, and he retired the next day. Luke Wilson did. So I, Yeah, I saw that. I thought he'd be sad. Uh, no, <laughs> not really because he's old. And he's, <laughs> he's not that – I mean, he's, fine, he's reliable, but he's like – Yeah. But it looks like the Colby Parkinson injury is actually not that bad, and he might be able to get back, so – uh, our rookie, uh, Dwayne Eskridge, uh, everyone calls him D, so I'm going to call him D Eskridge, uh, looks fucking good. And he's he's been hurt. He had a toe thing. But he played in the last preseason game, and apparently he's been waking up at 5 a.m. with Russell Wilson every morning. Like, And he'll either drive to Russell Wilson's house or drive to the facility, or fucking Russell Wilson will come pick him up. You're That's answering my question. What? You said he woke up with Russell Wilson at 5 a.m. every day? Yeah, they I didn't know. Like fucking, I got you. Yeah, he was probably fucking Sierra and then picking up Dwayne Eskridge. But our, our receiver situation is exciting but scary because we cut all of them. Let's, let's talk about that. So, people I was excited about Connor Weddington. He's a Seattle boy, grew up a Seahawks fan. Had Sean Alexander jerseys when he was young, loved him, uh, got cut. Uh, but he's back on the pro- – everyone we cut is on our practice squad because none of them got picked up, which is fucking sweet. Um, Penny Hart was supposed to make it, got cut. Um, Jordan Simmons, a guard, got cut. All these guys are back on practice squad. Cody Thompson looked really good, cut, receiver. Um – John Reed, the corner, got cut. He's back. Um, Aaron Fuller, everyone was really excited to cut. Penny Hart, everyone was super excited to cut. Um, but all these guys are back in practice squad. So right now we're rocking with DK 
and Tyler, which I, I genuinely believe is like a top three duo in the NFL. I'm pretty sure that's not like maybe maybe top five you could is like well received around the NFL. Um Dwayne Eskridge and then uh, Freddie Swain. Um are our four boys. We have four receivers. It was gonna be five with Ursua, but thanks, Broncos. Um some other things that happened really quick. We're keeping five uh, running backs, so fuck me, I guess. Um, We traded for Sidney Jones. Uh, he is a Washington boy. It was where he played college. Was fucking good. Uh, went to Jaguars. Believe it or not, they're a dumpster fire. He also dealt with injuries, um, but when he wasn't injured, he was really good. And we got him for a sixth. I think he could take a starting job pretty easily from Trey Flowers. I hope he takes the starting job, Trey Flowers. Um, I think that's going to be our best signing of the offseason. Should um, we debate the Jaguar again? I'm okay. Okay. How am I pronouncing it, though? Am I doing good? Well, you're doing it how Ohioans do it yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, Jaguar. Yeah, I'm doing it for you. I'm not saying Jaguar. Oh, okay. I got you. Am I doing good? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, John Radigan is an army boy who was uh, undrafted I believe um, was really good in our last preseason game I was really hoping he made the team got cut um, he's on the pack squad again um, literally everyone I was excited about got cut um, but so we on the waiver wire we got this guy Nigel Warrior which A is a sweet name B, he's a fucking lanky cornerback. And he went he was with the Ravens. Marlon Humphrey, who's regarded as one of the best corners in the league, said, Damn, we lost a baller. Which excites me. I think he played for Tennessee and he was fucking good. That one I'm jacked about. And we got a center from fucking What the oh, I guess he's a guard, but we're playing him at center. Dakota Shepley from the Niners. They cut him and try to get him back in the practice squad. He's ours. Because our center situation is awful. Awful. Harrison. Harrison. <laughs> I think Shepley is going to be our starter at the end of the year. And uh, I think these guys that are on our practice squad, Nigel Warrior and uh, fucking, I forgot his name already, Sidney Jones, are mm-hmm. going to be key contributors. So... Um, Robert Incomdiche, Incomdiche, he's a defensive tackle. I uh, mentioned at the beginning of this series of our podcast that thing's gonna have a really good year. He got cut, um, but he's back in the practice squad, so I don't know. We, oh, Sean Mannion and Alex Magoo, the people that uh, couldn't pass on your first string defense, uh, believe it or not, got cut. Got Broncos. So, um, that's pretty much all the Seahawks stuff. Our fifty-three man roster. Doesn't look too different from last year. Um, we'll have a healthy safety group. Marquise Blair is back at nickel. Hugo Amani will be a backup. Ryan Neal, if he's not injured for the year, will be a great safety backup. Our corners, we have enough of them for it to work. But I think what's important, oh, and Jordan Brooks, our linebacker, that's taking KJ Wright's right spot. Oh, he looks shit. so damn good. And then uh, Daryl Taylor, who I was excited about at the beginning of this podcast. Not this one, but the whole thing. Yeah. 
looked fucking awesome in preseason. And uh, he's he's going to be our other linebacker. So I think our linebacker is going to be top class. Um, our defensive line, I think, is going to be a top 10 unit. And it's going to make our corner situation better. So that is all the Seahawks stuff that's happened in the past month. I'm excited. You sure? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, there's probably something else, but uh, um, yeah, I'm with you. Been a long time. I'm ready to see our starters. Yeah. I'm ready to see a deep ball to DK. Deep ball DK. That's what they call them. DB DK. DP DK. Double penetrate DK. Oh no, it'd be a BB. That was kind of gross. Deep ball. Why the hell not? That's all Seahawks. Probably yep. all the NFL stuff. Yeah, say that all your football in general. It is. Now everything else is a little smaller. Everything. Including my penis. Let me ask you a couple things okay. before I get into more of my football stuff here. Oh, okay. These are more random things that I thought of. So I never thought about it until I saw an article today that the NFL is in this weird territory that the NHL and most leagues are in where now their seasons are two years. Like it's the 21, 22 season because uh season is extended into January. Well, the Super Bowl, like the playoffs and the Super Bowl later, but the regular season now is a uh, 21, 22. I don't know. It just threw me off because the NFL has always been the opposite of that. It's one of the few leagues that does that. I've always in my head. It's always been the nineteen to twenty league or the eighteen really? to nine. Yeah, so that. Yeah, it's different for me because I think it's the advertisements. Like the Blue Jackets are so heavy in every NHL team about like the twenty one, twenty two season, and the NFL always markets it as the twenty twenty season or whatever it is. And then the other one, I want to get your opinion on this. It happened in the Ohio State game, but it's not because it was happened to Ohio State. I've always had an opinion on this. Yeah. What's your view? What's your, yeah, so I'm not saying it because of Ohio State. What's your opinion on the rough and pass penalty in general? Uh, it's worse than the NFL. And the twi Twitter blew up from that. Did they it? Were, yeah. Because I, I, I block Ohio State Twitter. I, yeah, I, I follow none of it. Like I said, I'm not saying because I'm an Ohio State fan. I always thought it was BS even when, even when, uh, it's called for us. So I was unhappy, but I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. Why this penalty is like this? So, is that not how it is in the NFL? I feel like it was. In the NFL, it's you can't touch the quarterback. If no. you touch the quarterback's face, it's a penalty. If you touch his face, it's a penalty. oh, you might be talking about the targeting that everybody freaked out about. No, no, no. this last game, right? Yeah, I There's... actually didn't see it, but I just saw. It. Because I'm not talking about the necessarily the contact. I think to me it makes no sense that the ball goes back to the team is where I think the penalty is fucking crazy. Because the the penalty literally happens after the play. So I get the penalty happening, but I don't get the change of possession. That never made sense to me. That's definitely roughing the passer. In the NFL, that's probably the best. And if they're calling it like that, then yeah, that that would be a flag every single time. 
It's stupid. Yeah, that's it's football. Well, no, I'm not even. I don't have an issue with that penalty. It's the ball going back. Yeah, um, that always made no sense to me because that's literally that something. Sense. You think I get a pass interference, so like you affected the play, and that's because why you got your the penalty's right there. The interception hasn't happened yet. Boom, the ball's still in the air. So anything from that point from now doesn't matter. That's how I've always viewed it. Well, yeah, I mean the play's still happening, but as far as like his throw, nothing was affected. Well, I'm, but the but the play st- should stop right there. Like penalty, plays over. That's how it's always been called, and that makes sense to me. Like, oh, you're now dan- putting this guy in danger. Boom. Like, obviously, that's not danger, but the play should be dead right there. They shouldn't allow them to return it, if that's how they're going to call it. But I think it makes sense it goes back to the teams. It's a pretty big penalty. I've never had an issue with it. Yeah, I've always thought that was weird. Like, so even when it's called in my favor, obviously, I'm happy that I love it is. It, yeah. but... I hate it because my quarterback's getting hit. But, but just... if it's this, though, I don't care. But yeah, I just I always fucking hate that penalty because to me it made no sense, and still doesn't. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing with like big ass kick returns get called back for a hold, like the play still happened, but there was a hold. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's so directly, like the hold probably led to the touchdown. The rough in the passer had nothing to do with that guy making the interception. It could. I mean, he's in his face early. He could, I mean, I don't I think he could. Well, yeah, but you're allowed to be in his face early, and you're allowed to even grab him. Yeah. It's the yeah. after that he lets go of the ball is when it's roughing the pass, or if, like, you obviously helmet to helmet or something like that. Yeah. But generally, roughing the pass is hitting him after they throw the ball. Yeah. That's why I thought, I always thought that penalty so weird, because he's already done with his part of the play and has no involvement in it. Well, he could catch the guy that got the interception, I guess. He could tackle. Still be involved. Well, that's why I think there should be a penalty. I, think, I don't think it should be a free play, but still, like you said, he could catch the guy after he intercepted, but the interception... Do you think if your quarterback gets hit and there's a penalty, a defensive penalty, the defense should be rewarded? I think, no, I think there should be a penalty on, in this instance, Ohio State returned it. I so think there should be rewarded the touchdown. But also... Be penalized? Yeah. I don't think you're getting celebrated for doing the wrong thing. You're getting penalized for it. You just don't the offense doesn't get the ball back. Because you committed a like a personal foul, anything that happens shouldn't count that the defense does. I think it's all the rule with any of them, right? What's that? The personal fouls. Any personal foul doesn't like it can't be like the play can't go on, right? Well, like, um, face mask, the play still happens, and then tacked onto there. But that's an offensive penalty, right? Like, if you grab the offensive face mask, they just get 15 yards. You don't, like, lose. Like, if you do a face mask, but, like, it's a fumble, you don't get the fumble. The offense gets to keep it. You know what I mean? Like, if you grab a face mask and punch the ball out, you're not going to get the fumble and the – you know what I mean? Like if I rough the pass, any personal foul, the offense gets to keep the ball, right? I don't know because, like I said, if it is a, a face mask, like you said, then that doesn't apply there because it'd be on the offense. Well, no, I'm saying the defensive player grabs the face mask and punches the ball out. 
and they pick up the fumble and score a touchdown, they don't get the touchdown. I, I don't know if the play is completely dead there. I think it's just... No, I think it's dead right there. His face mask usually don't get blown right away. Like those plays still happen. It'll get, it'll get thrown. The play will happen just like it did with the roughing the passer. And it'll be personal foul, face mask, and the offense will get the ball back. And have 15 more yards. Well, wouldn't that one still make more sense, though? Because a face mask probably led to that happening. Like, because it is still yeah. mid-play. Well, I mean, I guess it could, but there's also a pretty good chance it didn't lead to a goal. I don't know. That I think one. any personal foul doesn't – the defense can't – what's advance it? Jesus Christ. I've been trying to find that word this whole time. So I think it's consistent, and that's why it's fine to me. You don't see any difference there, though, with, like, the – that his part of the play is over. So, But it's a personal foul. Yeah. The, they call it consistently. That's what I'm saying. Though. I get that that's the rule, but you can edit rules. They've done that throughout the history, so – I would be shocked if no. I I think it's I've never even thought about this being an issue. If you rough the passer, because the the quarterback would get fucked every play. They wouldn't though, because that's what I'm saying. Defense still gets penalized for it, but they still get the touchdown. Also, how would you penalize the defense after they get the touchdown? They would be on the kickoff as they score a touchdown. But more than like most times, you get roughing the passer, you don't get a touchdown from it. So it'd be tacked on. You get the ball back where you intercepted it, and then move back 15 yards. I think that makes the most sense because you're still getting penalized. I don't think you just get to hit a quarterback and do whatever you want. But I don't see why you lose the turnover that that guy just created and had nothing to do with the penalty, and that penalty didn't affect the turnover. Yeah, that's interesting. I I don't see that at all. Really, even after hearing that? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's so weird to me because that's, like I said, I'm not saying that because I'm, I'm mad it happened to Ohio State. I've always thought that. Because it's like, always been the rule. And Oh, I've always, as for as yeah. long as I can remember football rules, I always thought that was fucking weird. That you can't. Yeah, that would just be crazy to re- reward. It doesn't matter that his part of the play is over. You're committing a personal foul. And it can't be advanced after a personal foul. And it shouldn't be advanced. I don't. I think it'd be crazy to be like, oh, I roughed the passer, but they they get the ball also. That seems crazy to me. Mm. Just the same with the face mask thing. Or like a block in the back. Like that play doesn't get advanced. It goes back to where the ball was and then minus 15. Like any personal foul, chop blocks, kickoffs, it all goes back to where the kickoff was caught and then it goes back. It all None of it is advanced. It would be weird to advance any of it for any personal foul. A block in the back if you fumble it. I think the other team would get it. Chop block is what I meant to say. Mm. That's not a personal foul, I don't think. That's just no weird block in the back. So that one could be advanced. Yeah, I guess I just feel completely different. Like I said, I get the consistent, so that part makes sense. I get that you can't just call it because that's how it always is. But if I was making rules, I would... Definitely had that be different. Really? Yeah. I love it because, A, you're trying to protect the offense, which sucks, but it's what's happening. And, B, you have to train your defensive players to not be fucking idiots. Because in crazy situations, wasn't that third down and yeah. long? Ohio State? 
I can't tell you how many times I'd saved the Seahawks. Where there's like third and a mile and they got personal foul. Because even if it's an incomplete pass, because yeah, you, you can't call it consistently. Because if it's third and 10, he throws an incomplete pass, his part of the play is still over. But if you rough the passer, it's a free first down. Like he didn't complete the pass, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There still is. You're getting penalized no matter what. If you if it's incompletion, you're not allowed to just still rough them. They get an automatic first down for it because so, it's still a penalty. And that's that's the end of the rule. You rough the passer, they get an automatic first down. No, not that you get automatic first down. I'm saying in that scenario, they would have gotten first down. Isn't it an automatic first down though? It is. Yeah. So the defense can't would never ever be able to. Well, yeah, and with the way okay. the rules are set, yeah. I'm just saying, if I was creating rules, I would do that different. Really. I know I'm not going to change it, I'm yeah, saying. that's interesting. I don't think I would. Because yeah. there's certain pl- penalties you have to have like that that are automatic first downs and you just can't do. What's another automatic first down? I don't know. Me, I would... Past appearance? Is that automatic? Yeah. After a certain amount. Yeah. I would do... Then that's how I would get around. I would do it as a, a 15-yard penalty or if you really want to... Like if you're that worried about injuring quarterbacks, then they get a twenty yard penalty so so extreme that players still won't just go after quarterback because they know it's a big deal. Yeah. But you can still get a turnover off it and not have it be overturned. But then you can't get twenty yards. Oh, you would do it on the kickoff. Yeah, no. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well you don't only do it on kickoff as a touchdown. That's most turnovers don't turn into touchdowns, majority of them. So you would give them the ball, they just put them twenty yards back. Yeah. Which is that's a that's a big difference. It's like crazy in my brain. Because then you have to change every personal foul. Not if you're creating I new think. rules, though. I Obviously, I get that yeah. NFL is like solidified, but if you're creating something, yeah. like if you were the XFL, and they're like, let's do this. They, which that makes crazy they rules. Because they, they don't care about hurting. They want to promote it. Yeah, it's interesting. I've never thought about it. I wouldn't change it personally, but... Is what it is. Do you have more football stuff? Um, I do. Um, so this one, I'm curious what you think. I know that we are very different on these things normally, but I wanted to see where you landed on this one. Do you hear about the new rule at FedEx Field? The I'm gonna set it Washington Stadium. Which uh, this stadium name is horrendous too. I know. I make fun of my own team, so I'm not trying to make them worse. But their stadium is FedEx Field Stadium. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of field and stadium together yeah, like that. FedEx Stadium wouldn't even be that bad. But yeah, no, yeah, that or FedEx Field. FedEx both Field sound, actually flows. Yeah, that's fine. Like that, yeah. yeah, both of them sound good if you did them just together FedEx or separate. FedEx Field Stadium's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty bad. But uh, I was curious if uh, you would uh, feel how you normally do with this or if you feel different about this one. Is so, it a COVID thing or is it a name thing? Um, it's related to the name, not okay. yeah, but it's different than that. Um, so they changed their policy and protocol for FedEx Field Stadium. Maybe that's just the article. Maybe, maybe they fucked it up. Yeah, and maybe that's not actually what's called. Maybe they're, the field is FedEx Field, and it's there, like they were saying oh, like at the stadium. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. I hope that's, uh, let's say yeah. that's what it is for their sake. <laughs> but it says, "This is a quote from the team." We're excited to welcome everyone back wearing their burgundy and gold, which I didn't realize was burgundy. 
However, Native American-inspired uh, ceremonial headdresses or face paint may no longer be worn into the stadium. Also, this uh, tidbit here at the end says, new team name coming next year. So I guess they aren't sticking with Washington football. Yeah, which is um, sad. Oh, I hate that name. I love it. Not even just because, not even. Uh, I've literally grown to love it. Yeah, nothing, even with like the name change or any of that. All that aside, I think it's the no, worst I name in football. I, I see. I'd rather have the Washington football team than the Browns. I genuinely mean that. Oh, I believe it. I just I thought it'd never get worse than the Browns, and that's the one that did it. And you know how much I hate the Browns and their team yeah. name. Um, but how do you feel about uh, that rule? I don't care. Really? I thought that might be the one that you feel different about because. No, I mean, if you're gonna go all in on the, we're trying to get rid of the whole Native American theme. You got to go all in. Your kind of hands are tied at that point because then it's pretty hypocritical. Oh, yeah, you guys can still do all that normal shit you used to do. Why'd you even change the name then if you're going to let that happen? I just thought it was weird and why I thought you might feel different about this because, like I said, it seems weird to me that you're doing it because you're paying respect to Native Americans. But now you're literally saying if you're like a pure Native American, you can't come into the stadium. I'm sure there's exceptions to where if you like you have to wear that stuff. I'm sure that's allowed. There's no that would be discrimination, and but I'm, I I think they mean like the the fucking drunk ass that has his stomach painted red, banging a drum with a Native American headdress on is probably not allowed to do that anymore. I feel like that's probably what they're doing as well. But I think when you put that in your policy and protocol, you're just ask for trouble, and then I feel like you're kind of discriminating in reverse. Or well, you, they can wear it, you just can't. But yeah, but I mean, they're going to be like, but look at your policy. I said, nobody can. And then they'll be like, well. I'm sure there's fine print. That's straight from their policy. Like, I got it from there. Well, no, I'm sure they have a like a, their own, like, subprint of that. Oh, yeah, but we have these. And how often do you see Native Americans even wearing those out and about? Well, it says that you can't wear anything. I'm not saying, like, to come in with the whole, yeah. the whole fucking nine yards, but. I would be sh- shocked if they uh, held. They, that would be discrimination. You can get like sued for that. So. I'm sure it's the the drunk asshole that wears the American head, bangs a drum. I bet it's him specifically. Well, I guess we could talk about that for a second because we were talking about how soon it would probably be an issue to wear that kind of stuff or wear Indian stuff. And you're like, no, people can still wear that. Nobody's going to have an issue with that. Well, no, we talked about, oh, well, are people even going to wear Redskins stuff? I said, yeah, probably. But now they can't, right? Because that, I mean, that's going to have the... Well, because I said you can't wear... You can, you can still wear Redskins stuff. You can't wear the actual headbands and stuff. That's what it says. You don't think that's part of it, though? Or... No. The fucking logo? Yeah. Because, no. I mean, that's... No way. I guarantee the first game you turn on, turn on, people have jackets no. and jerseys and... Well, you, you know, people are going to get in, even at that, just like policies where you have to wear a mask, you see people without them. Yeah. So I know people, I'm saying you don't think that's actually supposed to be the rule? No, I'm not no, saying I that. think it's specifically the headwear. I'm assuming the face paint, all the crazy shit that they did. Like to dress as a Native American when you're a fucking standard-ass white dude. I wonder... It says face paint. It doesn't say Native American face paint. I wonder if that's going to be an issue. Not just, I wonder, like, mm-hmm. people arguing. And that that's where that, that's, you, 
they won't take that black and white. You know what I mean? I think you're taking it super black and white. There's going to be subsections where they're like, oh, if this is your heritage or you, like, have a religious obligation to wear these things, you literally can't tell them not to do that. And then face paint, yeah, that's going to be a gray area for sure. If people, like, can't paint their face red or gold, people will do that. But I'm assuming they mean headdress and American style face paint i'm sure i'm sure there's the i'm pretty sure it's just one of those things like the obvious like you just don't fucking dress like an indian that's what that rule is just don't be a fucking asshole who's drunk and dressed like an indian yeah american unless you're a fucking indian what if you're from india because mm. you are an indian then i think you know what i mean no i'm just asking i don't know you don't have to ask the policy writer <laughs> No, I don't have do you think they would give me the time of day if I asked that? I don't think they would. I think they've had enough of this bullshit in general. And that is just like a fuck it, we have to keep our hands tied type of thing. I think I might call. Why don't you just say, give him a call? Why don't you give him a call right now? <laughs> we'll get him on the podcast. Say, I am from India. I am an Indian. Yeah. Can I wear it? I'm from Indiana. I'm an Indian. Mm. Is that what they are? Can I wear my... Is that what they are? I don't know. That's what they are. Um, the Pawnees. Clevelanders. Isn't that what they are? Probably something stupid like that, yeah. The Clevelanders, the Guardians. That's what they call themselves now? Yeah, we're just the Guardians now. The Guardians of Traffic? Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, my stance is pretty similar on that. That's interesting because I wasn't trying to be like, gotcha. I just thought you might actually feel different with that one because I thought that was really fucking weird. Nah, I'm just because like, they have to do it. I'm sure it's like a, like I said, I, I think they just have to. They're so all in on the whole, we have to change everything part about this. They just, like, I feel like they just have to do it. I don't know. What's their new name going to be? I hope it's the Washington football team. I hope that's what they announced it. You Guys, know, we're sticking with it. Yeah, people are going to be so pissed, no matter how they feel about the name, if they hype up and say people we have a new name coming. name no matter what. But I'm saying if they hype up and say we have a new name coming and then give you a reveal of... Washington? Oh, yeah. dude, I would love that. I might buy a jersey. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know if you saw this quote from Von Miller. That was very no, interesting. Me too. I mean, obviously, I do, but I think he's pretty hard to hate. He says... I'm an Aggie, and I love Texas A&M. I bleed maroon. He's probably a doctor. But these Ohio State guys can play football. You look around the league, there are so many Big Ten or big-time Ohio State guys out here. The only reason I didn't put that in there just because it's the Broncos and Ohio State. Obviously, that part's cool to me. But why I put that in there is, I think, the last episode, which feels like a decade ago now, we are talking about how the SEC is very good. I hate them, but they're good. Mm-hmm. But we talked about how the Big Ten, I think, gets shit on way too much by, like, national media. I don't know what national media I think you're, you talk about how, like, people are too wrapped up in, like, the, the Twitter people and everything. I feel like you're just, you see everybody from Ohio State that never shuts up about Ohio State. No, national media is all about the Big Ten being a powerhouse. Maybe some of them Ohio State, but I think that's about where it ends. Wisconsin's usually pretty highly talked about. Um, I 
feel like the narrative is just so different. Like Ohio State squeaks out a win against a bad team, feel like they're they're gonna need really played up if they want to make the playoffs. Yeah, and then that's, that's not what I hear at all. Then Alabama struggles against Vanderbilt and then pulls it off, and that was a real gutsy win to be able to come back against a team that's, like that. That's the problem with media. I don't see any of that. I see the exact opposite. Mm. Oh, Ohio State always does this early in the season. They'll struggle, but they'll find their groove and they'll always pull out a big win. They'll see them in the playoffs for sure. Alabama, same thing. Oh, I struggled early, but they'll find their stride. Don't worry. They always do. Well, you said you don't watch much college football. I think if you watched like you do at NFL, like you saw the pregames and everything, I think you'd I see. I do watch pregames because I, I live in Ohio. So I hear on the radio, so I see on TV. Well, yeah, I'm saying pregame of all other college football, like not just Ohio State's game. Yeah. I think I you'd see. Uh, not the news places I read, and, and it isn't like I go to like SECfucking.com and read news. I just ESPN, NFL. I just, it all looks the same. I just read it before or during this game. Oh, don't worry, guys. Ohio State will pull this out. It'll always be a big victory like it always is. They'll struggle early, probably go down. Always pull it out just like they always do. I mean, that's, well, we'll get into it about the game, but yeah, I don't know. I couldn't feel more different on that. And that's why I like this from Von Miller, not that just those. Broncos and Buckeyes, which is cool to me. Yeah, it's so weird. I only hear about Ohio State's always producing the best NFL players. Ohio State, DBU, wide receiver U. Well, see, I know you don't only hear about that because we talked about how everybody can't stop talking about how Ohio State can't produce a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, that's where they stop. Yeah, quarterbacks usually is not their strong suit, but one thinks wide receivers and defensive ends and corners and their jam. Um, we missed the NFL trade. You just reminded me. Um, the Patriots traded with the Ravens to get Sean Wade, former Ohio yeah. State player. That's yeah. what reminded me. What was weird about this? The Ravens drafted him in the fifth round of this year's draft, and then they traded the the Patriots traded a seventh and a fifth round pick to get Sean Wade. So, um. I think it could be good for both teams because if he wasn't working out, they got more than they drafted for him. And I think Sean Wade could be very good if he's played right. I don't know how they're playing with the Ravens, but I know two seasons ago, he was like a top cornerback and going to be a solidified first-round pick. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State moved into safety, and he got fucking demolished yeah. there. So I think if he's played right, the unfortunately, again, the Patriots might get a fucking steal, but we'll see. Um see a white cornerback made it yeah first time in 19 years i think too, yep. that's fucking crazy it is fucking crazy <laughs> um but yeah i really do feel that way about the sec that's why i thought this was so cool that somebody from the sec for no reason went out of their way to talk about hmm. the big 10 yeah so I was I, like, all i, I see is talk from nfl players about ohio state mm. and big 10 players mainly ohio state. from other big 10 players in the nfl you mean no, from all over the NFL. A lot of love for being the Big Ten. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, Just I'm, follow different sources. It, it, that's why the media sucks. It all gets catered. Well, you think of anything, though, what get catered me is Ohio State love. and. No, I, I, don't, I don't know how it works, but just we have two totally different experiences following the same thing. You know? 
it's it's annoying to me how much love Ohio State gets for the shit. Anyway. Yeah, see, I feel that way about the SEC, and you'll literally just hear SEC chance anytime you play it. You. Yeah, no, I hear with you. I agree with you on that. So I, I see that with the SEC. But I, I hear it more about Big Ten because I, I don't know why I said because, but I feel like I hear it more about the Big Ten than I do SEC. I, I hear about Big Ten more talk when it comes to NFL when I hear people just talk about college, like we're just talking only college, that's when I hear, well, SEC, SEC, SEC. When we're talking players in the NFL, it's always fucking, those Ohio State kids. So. Yeah. So Maybe nice. then I can see it more, because I'm definitely talking about from the, the college outlook of how they talk about things. Okay. And um, I don't give a shit about college. Yeah. So I follow mostly NFL stuff. So maybe that's where the disconnect is. But the NFL players love Ohio State. Especially, maybe we have a lot of badgers on the Seattle world, so I think Wisconsin gets talked about a lot there. Wisconsin's usually pretty good. You Not, say Wisconsin or Wisconsin? I say it the correct way. Okay. And so, but in Wisconsin they say Wisconsin. So are we saying what it is wrong? Wisconsin? It is Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. Not Wisconsin. <laughs> um, a little delayed on this one, but Ohio State was number four in both the polls. <laughs> Um, um, I've been to that stadium they were playing in today. The Gophers? Yeah. Why? Uh, me and Jeremy went to go see Seahawks versus Vikings. New stadium is being built. Oh, yeah? So they played in the Gopher Stadium. Seahawks blew them out. It's fucking awesome. Before the game even started, this was uh, at practice. Defensive back Jalen Johnson went out for the entire year. Seems to be a trend there. Torn ACL. He's a freshman, but he was supposed to be a a good defensive back. Um, I saw this interesting thing post. I won't say who it was because I'll spoil it. But maybe this won't be interesting for you if you don't pay attention to college football, but I thought it was quite surprising. I pay attention to those. Okay. Um, There's five teams. Okay. Well, this won't help then. Uh, six teams, I should have said. They have a 85% winning percentage in regular season games since 2018. Yeah. Do you think you could guess them or should I say them? Cause There's no fucking way I'll guess them. Ohio State? Yeah, I was going to say something might Alabama. feel like obvious. Uh huh. Clemson? Yep. I think one really stuck out to me, and then I, the others I've probably guessed other teams before them. Clemson, Alabama. Or six? Yeah. Wait, Georgia. Georgia. Um, are they what? All right. So, have I guessed the top three? Or are they just a not a not? Yeah, I don't say who's the highest. I think. Is it another Big Ten team? Is there another Big Ten team in there? No. Nope. Okay. Uh. Who's in the Big 12? No one would be in the Big 12 from there. There would be. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to figure Don't tell me. I'm going to figure this out. Once you see your pride guess. Big 12. I'm not going to look up like records. Oh, no. I just mean the teams. I feel like it'll stand out to you. Oh, Oklahoma? Yeah. That makes sense. That was the idea. Really? I didn't, actually, I wouldn't even. I, I would never guess. Eighty-five percent since twenty eighteen. Is 
Yeah. They've had some fucking good teams. Yeah. Um, Two more. No way it's any more ACC teams. Um, just Clemson, right? Yeah, just Clemson. Okay. Uh, well. There's no way. Can't remember if they moved or not. Let me look. Is there another SEC team in there? Nope. That's yeah. That's the most surprising thing to me. There's one SEC team and one Big Ten team probably because they beat up on each other. Yeah. The, top the conferences teams, are but... so hard. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, Pac-12. Oh, what about Oregon? No. No, oh, I can't find this. Try to make sure I don't lie to you. Um, is it a Pac-12 team? There's no way one of these. No. Or, okay. okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with it without thinking hard. Uh, um, okay, so conference. yeah, it is another ACC team. Is one of them? Really? Yeah. I'll take you through here. Probably the only. <laughs> They've always been ACC. I thought they were in a different conference. One of these teams is 85%. Yeah. <laughs> no, is that what it says? Yeah. No, well, they are, I think, in some sports. That's not the team, though, is it? That is one of them, but that's okay. not the ACC team. Okay. That makes sense. Notre Dame makes sense. But I, that, I would have eventually guessed. But that isn't the ACC team that's missing. Because, yeah, they're not ACC Wake in football. Forest. Nope. Really? Because nope. weren't they, like, undefeated in 2018? Like, that would have boosted. I think it was numbers. farther than that. But they were decent, or good, obviously. No fucking way it's for Nope. Oh, really? Man, eventually I'm just going to <laughs> ACC teams. Wake Forest or uh, Florida State would have been my guess. But now yeah. it's just Pitt. Nope. Syracuse. Nope. Miami? No. Oh, the Lamar Jackson team. No. Louisville. I don't know. Vanderbilt? Virginia Tech. Oh. I see what happened. I lied to you. Okay. They okay. made a, a new conference. That's why I was so mixed up. It's an AAC. <laughs> uh, I was like, why? Well, this is so fucked up. What am I looking at wrong here? See, there's no... Notre Dame makes it. Hey, see, here we go. Here we go. That logo so fucking generic. UCF? Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Did I tell you? No. <laughs> Cincinnati. Bingo. They are really good. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense if you stop and think about it, yeah, but... I would have never guessed. Yeah, Cincinnati in the middle of all these they teams is so crazy. Went really, didn't they like last year have like an incredible record? And they were like, why weren't they considered for the playoffs? Yeah, Wasn't either last year, last year or the year before. Both years they had good years. 
Yeah, if you stop and think about it, it makes sense, but that's fucking nuts to see those, like the traditional teams you would know would be in there with them. W one, two, three, four. They, oh, they lost in the Chick fil A bowl to Georgia by three points. Oh. I think they were really well they obviously were good the year before because they had eighty five percent since twenty eighteen. Yeah. So they only they only lost, well they went undefeated in the regular season. So I don't know if that I'm sure it's an all time record, but nine and one's pretty good. Yeah. And then if you do twenty nineteen they went 11 and 3. 2018, I'm sure they did really well. They had to have, I guess. 11 and 2. Former Buckeyes coach, Luke Pickle, coached him. He got the shaft at Ohio State big time. He coached up one year that they had a, a down year for Ohio State, and everybody's like, Ohio State's done for, get rid of him. The year they went 11 and 3, they lost 42 to nothing to Ohio State. It just shows you the fucking talent difference, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, I remember I was worried that game, too, because I was like, he's going to be jacked up. Cincinnati's good now. I think Ohio State will win, but I was like, this might be a trap game. And I was like, oh, God. That's why it's so hard for me to get into college football for some reason. There's so many blowouts. He also kind of looks like uh, um, Adam Sandler. He does. I do know exactly who you're talking about, actually. (laughs) I know exactly who you're talking about. Glad you think that, because most people I tell, well, most people don't know. And then no, most... no, I, I thought the exact same thing. Okay. Other people are like, I don't see it. Wake Forest wasn't even the team I was thinking. I was thinking of UCF oh. when I guessed that. Yeah. Because they had that one undefeated season, not Wake Forest. All right. I'm the, only other... <laughs> the only other football news I got is from the IFL. Oh, yeah. That's all you. Did you want to say anything about our team? Oh, yeah. Roof off. <laughs> the Frisco Fighters, the owners of... The Wild Dogs made into the playoffs and beat the Spokane Shock, ah, forty-four to thirty-three. Woo! So they're moving to the next round of playoffs, September fourth, which is Saturday, okay. to play the Massachusetts Pirates, Ooh. and then the winner will go to the championship. So go Frisco, go, go Wild go Dogs. Frisco melt from steak and treat. Woof woof, woof woof. <laughs> there you go. You remember one. Um, should we get into some other kind of football? Oh, sure. Soccer. <laughs> I did so good, too. It's all you. Okay. I have literally nothing for soccer. I did something for everything else. Um, You're a funny lad. You know that? <laughs> I'm toasty. You're toasty? I'm toasty. I even left the air on down here. No, I'm toasty. Nice. Oh, I literally thought you were saying you're toasty this whole time. No, I feel good. Um, the U.S. will play Canada this Sunday in uh, Tennessee. I've been for the World Cup qualifier. Go USA! Don't do that again. Speaking speaking of the weather, it's perfect up. It's fucking perfect, and it's supposed to be this way all week or similar. Is that yeah, amazing or what? No, I'm down. Yeah, I've been driving. I've been going windows down. Yeah, my pizzas. It helps with the pizza smell and the fresh air. Yeah, that's why I mentioned I left my air on because at night I've been turning it off and opening windows because it's so fucking nice. I don't trust people to do that. Well, in the daytime, I or when I'm when I'm in the living room, I'll open the windows. That makes sense. Yeah, and like then, you don't leave them up when you sleep, though, right? Upstairs, I do because I mean somebody's gonna climb up there. 
and that's probably gonna happen anyways. Yeah. yeah. I gotcha. Um, but anyways, speaking of weather, it's been quite a while since we've done this, so the standing things are gonna be extra goofy now. But last time we talked, the crew were sixth place in the east, and they had twenty points. They are now eighth place in the east with twenty-seven. The top seven teams make it, so they're one spot out of the playoffs. So they're not doing good as a crew normally do. They're normally one of the top teams, as you probably know. Um, but there's still one win. You get three points for a win, so they're one point or one win out of a playoff spot. Crew fans are almost as dramatic as Ohio State fans. The world's ending, and I hate Ohio State fans. the season's over already. Mm-hmm. When are the playoffs? Uh, it's midseason. Sweet. Uh, which I think. I know I'm usually too optimistic. I think there is some concern in the way they've been playing, like the trends that seem not great. So I think there's some valid criticism, but it's I think it's a bit dramatized when one win could put it back in the playoffs, especially because the crew have a lot of injuries. And then like I said that I've said it on here multiple times, but they have so many good players that they're playing for national teams, which means they're that talented. But the crew are missing out on, mm-hmm. and I think. That makes it 10 times harder when you have no consistency with the team. I think chemistry is the biggest thing. So I think yeah. it makes it a lot harder. So I think there is some concern, but I think uh, one went out of the playoffs. I, I haven't yeah. lost hope yet. Yeah, and you shouldn't. It doesn't even matter that they're one. They could be fucking five games out of the playoffs. It's midseason. <laughs> um, I did go two games since we last been on here. Okay. One of them, both were in Columbus, but uh, Columbus. My guy almost threw my phone. I was so excited. <laughs> uh, we still need to go to a game. I will. I'll go. Yeah. To, yeah. Will you be in the Nordak and get crazy? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna. As do long this. as you're not playing Seattle. As long as you're not playing Seattle, that's the only team. I'll, I'll okay. go nuts for any other uh, whoever they're playing. Oh, see, I thought you were like, no. See, if I go, I'm the sit down guy. I'm. I just relax. I mean, I will go like as nuts as you probably because I am a relaxer. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm kind of a girl. I like bring a blanket. That's offensive. I'll bring a blanket. No, no, no. I'm like a stereotypical white woman. Like a hot beverage, a blanket. <laughs> a well, these games lately have not been cold. So I think you want to do well, that. Now, well, now they will be. They'll be nice. You're nice. And you actually do get hotter jumping around. Oh, no, yeah. I would go to Nordic, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, the first one. I went to in reference to these was against Atlanta. I got a group of twelve people to go from work, so it was... pull these people. <laughs> me either, especially because some of them. Are, What's the crew? I had to explain it. And, uh, yeah, sure, I'll go. And uh, two of those people that said, "What are the crew?" Yep. Had their shirts off within ten minutes. Nice. And were screaming more wild than I was. And I was nice. This is fucking great. Women. <laughs> oh, I was about to lie to you. That's good. I like men. Oh. Um, so that was fucking great seeing everybody so energetic. And, I didn't uh, get that crazy. <laughs> I didn't. Like, they were more yeah. crazy than me. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Um, this is the same team that they beat the game before. They beat one nothing. And the point in saying that is that they're capable of beating this team, okay? Mm-hmm. They lose like five to nothing or something? Three to two, which you're like, oh, it's not oh, bad. Yeah. But Was it three to nothing? No, um, this was one of the worst officiated games I've seen in the history of sports. That seems dramatic. I wish it was. So, have you ever seen Super Bowl Forty? Well, I said one. Okay. Uh, which one was that? 
That was the one where the Seahawks Steelers were Ben oh, yeah. no, for was a touchdown bullshit. this far away from the touchdown and they gave it to him. That type of game. Yeah, no, I uh well I was gonna say I turned that game off. I did finish it, but I wish I would have turned it off. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I wasn't even like like I was a Seahawks fan at that point, but I, I was still pissed. Yeah, I um kinda like them and I hate the Steelers, so I was super I was right there with you. I was young. I was young. Young lad. Young in my fandom. So here's here's how this game went, okay? You ready? Yeah, I'm here for you. Are you ready for it? Columbus. Go ahead. So um Atlanta, right? Yeah. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta as the kids call them. They get the first goal. It sucks, but it was a good goal. Cool. Good shot. Yeah. Exactly. Then then the crew gets um, a foul, right? And Atlanta gets a, a penalty kick off of it, which is rare in soccer to get a penalty kick. Yeah. I see one every now and then. They're not, like, unheard of, but they're... Yeah. And they're usually automatic goals because it's one-on-one with the goal yeah. and nets are massive. So they scored. Um, this was a horrendous call. It was absolutely terrible. Um, and also, I'm not just saying this from a crew's per, uh, perspective... There's a a really popular YouTube channel that breaks down um, bad or poorly called games, and they said this one, and every call they said still went the crew's way, and they're not crew fans. Yep. So that one, and then the uh, crew tied it up, or sorry, not tied it up because that was their second goal. They scored a goal two minutes later, so made it two to one. Right, you're drawing near. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, you're okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. And then Atlanta gets another penalty kick, which I've never seen two in one game. Okay. And it's another horrendous call that, again, like I said, yep, um, they score on it. So it's three to one. Isn't and then, the penalty kick awarded when it's a red card in a certain area within the goal? Um, Don't you get it every single time if it's a certain distance from the goal? No, not exactly. And the reason the first one shouldn't have happened, and they broke it down, I didn't. Even, I just thought it was a poorly call, but they explained why. Because he was in the area of it, but he lost possession of the ball. Is why they said it. Um, he slid into his leg, so it should have been. Um, it would have been a penalty kick, but he already lost possession of the ball. So there's no way he would have scored even if they didn't call it because he lost possession of the ball. Was he within the box though? Yeah. I think isn't a slide tackle to the legs in the box always a penalty kick? They say if you have possession of the ball, which that's the part I didn't oh, know, and I he lost possession. So, box. yeah, so they said that's why that one shouldn't have been. Oh, I. Because so I guess it'd be the same as a turnover, like if they just took the ball from you and started making it, and then somebody slid into you, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be going for the, the goal. So it makes sense why that would be a rule. And then, so, it's 3-1, to one, right? The crew, they tie it up. But I'm sorry. <laughs> they get a goal, right? Yep. To make it 2-2. to Yeah. And then, they say it's offsides. They take that goal off. And then, they have video review in MLS. Everybody starts chanting. Uh, they do a VAR is what they chant. Video assistant review. Okay. And, uh, yep. but then they uh, immediately just go back into play. So, everybody's... Everybody's losing in Nordic. Yeah, not even another look. And 
VAR. VAR. Not even does And then, so people are losing their minds in Nordic. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they are. Well, by the end of this game, this is a rowdiest I've ever seen. I loved it. Um, well, I hated it. So, so I hope whatever game we go to, they win because I yes. hate. I'm with you. People. I was genuinely pissed. I, <laughs> I obviously never want my teams to lose, and if they lose, I'm bummed. Yeah. But you've probably been around. My mood doesn't really change. I was, I was like not even wanting to wrath people. I was so pissed. It's not because they were better than us or even a bad call. It was just how is something one this yeah. this lopsided. Because then the crew score again. Three yep. two. Um, yes, again. <laughs> three two again. And then would have been three three. Yeah. Bingo. If they did a VAR. Yeah. And the crowd goes wild. Like, we got it. And then they're like, offsides. Okay. And then they're not even saying VAR anymore. They're just yeah. saying very offensive things and yeah. losing their minds. Okay. I uh was so mad I was running out of words. So I was trying to find the most hateful thing without going too far, like kill yourself or something. I'm not going to say something like that. But so I just started screaming "cunt" over and over, okay. as you do. Um, <laughs> that word is almost never used. In my Somehow I was like the I was a tame one. Yeah, <laughs> I believe that. I've seen the Nordic. I've been used to it. I know I know people who have seasoned Nordics. They got an entire chant of uh, "fuck you refs." I'm entire. Sure, I'm sure they do. Yeah. It was beautiful. And then there's what they call capos, the uh, three people that are in front of the Nordic that have their megaphones that try and get the chance going and sure, keep you in order. Sure. And then they were getting pissed at the Nordic. So like, you got to cheer on the team. And then everybody's just too pissed at the refs. Uh-huh. And uh, so the whole thing was funny, even though it was awful. Um, so it's so, back to 3-1. Bingo. Okay. And Should be 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. And, and it's 3-2. Bingo. So it should have been 4-3. Bingo. Yes, because the crew score in uh, extra time. They always do added time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that rule. And um, so they scored in the 91st minute. So it was scored with extra time to win it. And that's, That would have been fucking nuts. Yeah. And that's if you still give them the two penalty kicks on top of that. Yeah. So it was a four-goal swing right there between those. And that's four goals is a lot to, in yeah. soccer in general. Just don't be offsides. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> I can't tell you how pissed it was. Oh, my God. I wonder if there's video evidence. <laughs> I want to see the review. Who were they playing? Hotlanta? Yeah. And it made me more mad there was always people that never been to a game. And I was like, you got to check this out. And they said they still loved it. But I was like, man, I, I'm glad you did because that was rough. So then I went to Hell is Real Part 2. Yep, Cincinnati. In Columbus this time. Um, Cincinnati. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, <coughs> We're censored. So, Columbus scores first. Columbus. Lucas Delarion. That's a name. In the 45th minute. Woo. Takes a one nothing lead. Crowd goes wild. Cincinnati scores three minutes later. The crowd is very not happy because Cincinnati is a bottom dweller, and they've been fucking terrible. Bottom dweller. <laughs> it's true. And so, then we go to the second half, right? Cincinnati yeah. scores again. Crew's not having it. We're like, we're on a bad streak. Cincinnati is like the joke of the league. This is our rival, okay. and they're making us look bad. So at the, I think the 70th, 70th minute, they make a substitution, right? Okay. For Miguel Berry. That's another name. He's a, he's a bench rider. Okay. As they call him. And 
I don't think they call him that. No, they don't. Yeah. Um, but he is known as a bench player. Okay. And what makes it crazy, he comes in at the 70th minute, and at the 81st minute, Barry scores to tie it up. Okay. At the 82nd minute, Barry scores again to take the lead, 3-2. to two. A player that's been playing 10 minutes at this point, and the crew are losing the majority of the game. And that was uh, one of the craziest times I've ever seen Nordic. They lost it. I believe it. You're showing me this Sounds again? Sounds awesome. So that's the slide. Ca- that's it. Slide cancel. <laughs> I've been playing Warzone. So that was it, though. It was that. The that. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, see if I was if I was playing FIFA or anything, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That I got the penalty there. <laughs> um, Lucas Zellerayan made the All Star game. Did oh, very well there. That's a name in a game. Yeah, um, he was the only crew that made it, but he made it to the All Star game, and that's my soccer news. Okay. Nice. Um, you want to move to baseball? Position. I do have yeah. baseball stuff. Yeah. See, I didn't. I was like, I want to see this offsides thing before I move forward. The two they like, waved off. You yeah, mean? yeah. I want to see how because you they wanted a VAR. I heard. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, okay. So one was a corner. No, that's the two one. They okay, okay, okay. I'm with yeah, it. I'm with it. I'm with I think it. that was a the good goal. Okay. 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 Here, here would be. What's your analysis? See your face. I haven't found it yet. Okay. <laughs> I do understand the. Uh... Oh, here's the other PK. Ooh. He didn't have possession either. If that's the rule. Oh, he also barely fucking touched him. Yeah, that was. Oh, you, you so you've already seen this. Yeah, that was the one they said that he... It uh, is in the box, though. So that one makes sense to me. Because technically he still does have possession, but that fucking sucks. He just barely caught his toe. <laughs> that one makes sense to me. It sucks, but that one at least makes sense. Do they show the offside? I don't know if they uh, show it in this video. Is this, like, from the MLS? Uh, yes. wonder if they'll show it or not. They're showing every goal. Wonder they showed the waved off ones though. You would think they would. Yes, I don't know. Oh, they should, but I don't know if they have. Well, they're not. <laughs> All that fucking time for nothing. MLB. That's right. Let's get into some some baseball. <sighs> Mariners are fucking everything up. Oh. They were doing really good. They were on like this crazy run. Their playoff hopes looked fucking really high. <laughs> now they look non-existent. It's really sad. They were doing so good, and they fu- I think they like, couldn't lose every game, and they lost every game to this. They lost the whole series. <laughs> um, they dropped three straight. Okay. Um, so I don't fully understand how playoff works. Which part? All like- of it. So <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me pull up the Mariners. Okay. They're two games behind the A's who are in second mm-hmm. in their division. Does that mean anything to you already? I got you. I follow. That's okay. So, from my understanding, they were right in the running to make it. Like, they were like, oh, they're, they're on a street. They're going to make the playoffs. I don't know when the playoffs are, first of all. Um, we're only about half of their season in MLB as well. Oh, okay. So, this over. doesn't matter either. So, here's what I'm saying. Talk to me a little bit. 
Okay. Can you see this? Yeah. We are right here. 72 and 62. We're doing really well. I don't know what that means. Are we in a playoff spot? Are we not in a playoff spot? Who go? Do the top teams from each division go to the playoffs for sure? Yeah, top teams are a for sure a seed, and then it's the, um, the two highest after that. Through of all the any of these divisions? Yeah. Okay, so, so we are... N- well... The easiest way to figure out if you scroll up, there's wild card. Yeah. And then it should, should break down a standing of... Okay, so these teams... See, this is what doesn't make sense. AL's wild card teams. Is this black line the cutoff? Yeah. Oh, so we're fucking like three, five games out. It's not that bad. No, it's doable as long as you don't go on a terrible streak. But we went on a terrible streak, I think, against the eights. <laughs> yeah, that makes it harder. So, but we're only two games behind the A's. So I guess we're not in as bad a spot. But we were in like a we were like holding a good position. Yeah. I didn't know we were midway through the season, so I'm not as worried now. But um we are only two games behind the A's. So I guess Mariners are doing pretty good, which is exciting. Um, as you can see, I've actually looked into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I, I've ne- I, the only time I watched playoff baseball was when the Indians were in the World Series. Obviously, I watched that whole playoff run. Um, just for Sam's family. So, um, but I still don't I, that just seemed like best of five or whatever it was. So that's Mariners talk. Little Indians. Uh, they don't seem like they're doing too good. Um, let me go peep that. Oh wait. I can tell you, they're seven games out of a playoff situation. Okay. They're 67 and 64. So they're not doing terrible, but not great. Other, we're not in the same division. Oh, you're... You are in the playoffs right now. If yeah. it ended right now, you're in the playoffs. Well, you, I'll let you talk about that. Oh, you're good. Um, the only Indians news I have is they extended... The, we talked about this last time. Um, they extended the progressive field lease until 2036 uh, with potential for 10 more years to be added. So, yeah, it's uh. So I guess that's the article I saw on ESPN says a 15-year lease with plan for 435 million renovations to the ballpark. Yeah, that's weird. That's a different 10 yeah. or 15. Maybe yeah. they took this 10-year potential. Wait, 56. No, that's right. Yeah, till 2036 would be 15 years, and oh, they have a yeah. potential for 10 more years to be added at the end. So. That's all I got for those two teams. I don't follow fucking baseball enough to tell you anything else. But, um... What are these... Does this mean the division leaders? Like the W, the W, the C, the E? Yeah. Okay. This makes sense. Okay. I'm with it. <laughs> I'm hip. You okay. are? Yeah. We're in a spot to make a run. And they look good. Commanders look good. I'm excited, about, I'm excited for them. Um, before I get into this, if the Reds make the playoffs, will you watch any of those games? If you want to watch them. Yeah, okay. I, w- I won't care. <laughs> I'll care for you. I got you. It's like when I go to Browns games for my buddy Justin. I don't care, but I'll go with them. I'll no, go to any, you. I'll go literally go to any Browns game. You're a strong man. I went to the Browns Eagles in the rain last year. It's fucking awful. So last time we talked, the Reds were 51 and 49, seven games out in the Central. Okay. So they're two games over 500 and seven games out. Now you want to hear something crazy. Yes. They are 72 and 63. I see that. So 
nine games over 500, and they're 10 games out now. So they lost. They so sad. made up, what, uh, eight games or seven games, whatever that was, and then dropped back three games. But, like you said, the good news is if it, the if wild card. Yeah, they're only a half game up, so it's real close. But, um, like I said, they play to their potential. They can beat anybody, but their issue is that they don't always do that, especially their fucking bullpen. Um, I know you probably could say about every team, but there are some teams Yours that don't. Yours is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we did talk last week, last last week. Who am I kidding? Keep saying that. Last I month. Last week. Um, I said right before we got off of here how the trade deadline was going to happen. In MLB. Oh, so and much happened. Yeah, I was going to say there's no way to cover all that, and I'm sure anybody that cares enough knows that there's this is one of the crazier trade deadlines in a mm-hmm. while. So we won't go over all the trades. I just got the red stuff because it's. Mariners most- did something that nobody liked, and then it turns out that it was the best thing ever. Yeah, that's all I know. Okay. They were really pissed to let this I, again. I, I need to get more involved. Right. But everyone was pissed, and then I'm the guy sure. they brought in, everyone was like, "Oh goddamn!" But he's been like leading the team in something. He's been doing really good. I think he hit like runs and shit. I don't know, man. I don't. I, I literally feel like I'm talking about like a, like a mechanic job or something. Like what a carburetor is. I don't know. Um. Yeah. So there's tons of massive trades. We won't go into all those. Um. But I was mocking the Reds for not trading for any bullpen help, and that's been their biggest issue for about five years now, especially this year. And then they said, fuck you, because immediately after we stopped recording, they made, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I figured out they traded for um, Luis Sisa uh, and Justin Wilson, and then also Michael Givens, and that's three relief, peach, relief pitchers and all with uh, decent stats. And the best part is... They didn't give up any ro- current roster players, and then on top of that, none of their top prospects. So, younger players, but nobody that was immediate. So, getting three of the players in your biggest need for that is a uh, definitely a win. Yeah, um, for sure. They still have been; those three have actually done really well. Their stats have actually improved with the Reds too, and none of their stats were bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Reds bullpen overall is still their biggest question. Well, not question mark. It's pretty obvious. Their biggest. Uh, negative yeah and uh that's still fucking over big time they've lost so many games of that but they at least like i said i wanted to try and do something and they did that so it's hard to complain about that now now they just need to put it together consistently um did you want to say anything I no, keep... i'm glad they addressed something okay. i wish i knew more about what they did i just didn't know who the player was they traded yeah and the guy they got toro abraham toro not sure i know it's abraham something Lincoln? Plays him. Does he hunt vampires? That's what he does now. Oh, I got you, I got you. Really? Where? Abraham Toro, yeah. (laughs) Who's where? Uh, (laughs) Yes. He was with Houston. What the fuck is he with? <laughs> right, this is the oh, we got, though. Toro's who we got. Tote is probably total if he split between two teams. That's probably Oh, that. so he was with Houston. Now he's with us. Yeah. That's his total stats between them. So this is the guy we got. He's 34. Huh. What a weird thing to put in there. Uh-huh. Draft. 
drafted by the Houston Astros in the fifth round. When was he traded? And what was he traded for? Traded by the Houston Astros with Joe Smith to the Mariners for Kendall Graveman. That's the guy they were pissed about. And Rafael Montero. Okay. Graveman was a pitcher. I don't know. It's like I was saying, I don't fucking know, dude. Um, I, all I know is that Toro's been fucking ripping it up, and people are really stoked about him. He's a third baseman, second baseman, and first baseman. So, so he's a baseman. Okay. That's all I got. That's more than I usually have, though. No, I got you. Um, one of the trades was Javier Baez which we talked about on uh, here. I don't know what episode it was. He was the one that got in a fight with the Reds. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he definitely did not get suspended. He got traded in place for a different team Bye-bye. now. Yep. Um, but there is tons of trades, so if you want to look that up, you can. Here's some crazy stats that I didn't save everything because it's been a long time, but some stuff from uh, this streak of the Reds or these games of the Reds. Uh, Joey Votto, last time we were on here, he was on a home run streak. I think it was three home runs at that point a home run per game and it ended a little bit ago now since we've done it haven't done this for so long but he became the eighth player in mlb history to hit a home run in seven straight games and then he would have been only the fourth player in mlb history to hit eight in uh eight straight games and he hit one that hit off the top of the wall so it was literally inches uh... away and missed it and ended his streak but still i mean He's only eighth player in NFL hit and NFL MLB history to uh, have seven straight. So it's hard to complain about that. That just I can't imagine much that sucks to be like, man, if I could have yeah put a fucking inch more power on that. Yeah. Um and then let's see. Are you okay? I was making sure I had my wallet. I gotcha. Um Yeah, he hit it three hundred and seventy seven feet and still missed it, so it was like 370 and a half would have done it. Uh, yeah. He did win player of the month in July, and Johnson India won um, for National League, and Johnson India won rookie of the month for the Reds. So things are looking up. Um, Joey Votto also passed Pete Rose on the all time uh, RBI list for the Reds. Pete Rose still has far more, but he played for multiple teams, so he's not even close to catching Pete Rose, but as far as Red's history, he beat him out, which is still crazy. Um, he's the second Reds to have 14 home runs in a 20-game span, and the only other one is Frank Robinson. He's one of the best MLB players of all time. So, pretty crazy stuff. That's why I'm giving so many Joe Vado stats here. Like this, this one sounds oddly specific, but the more you think about, the more impressive it is. He's the second player in MLB history to collect his 2,000th career hit, 300th career home run and 1,000 career RBI all in the same season. And um, the last time this happened was 1971. So, and it was Billy Williams, which he's like a historical baseball player. Um, and then the only other thing that I had here for the Reds was the entire MLB schedule is out for 2022, the next season. And they will open with the Cubs at Great American Ballpark, and that'll be the first or things continue the way they are full capacity opening day in reds for uh in three years which is absolutely nuts to think about but it'll be three years at that point 
Yeah, <laughs> Seahawks played in front of fans and their stadium for the first time in two years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And you can tell a difference. Like, uh, oh, we didn't even, I didn't even fucking talk about Ohio State after. Um, we got a cool college football section. We oh. Talk about. Um, I usually put football in one category, so oh. that's why I missed it. Um, but we can talk about it's it. It's not very lengthy. It's- I got you. Um, the only other thing I had for baseball was Terry Francona, the manager of the Indians, stepped down for the remainder of this season because he's had health issues for a long time. You know how much I hate the Indians, and before that he coached or managed the Red Sox, which is my most hated team. Yeah. Um, but he seems like a really nice guy, so hopefully all goes well there. And I guess I do have one more thing. I went to the Clippers game the other night, the first one of the season. I can't believe I haven't been to a Clippers game yet. But that was when the hurricane weather came through here. Oh, so okay. that didn't happen. Went to the casino Sad. instead. But Nice. Yeah. I've been wanting to go back to the casino. I'll go. I don't spend a lot of money, but I think it's fun. I take like 50 bucks every time. Yeah. I play penny slots and shit. Yeah, that's what I do. I've never spent more than 50. Yeah. That's my rule. Yeah. And I'll, I feel yeah, you. I'll, I'll usually spend what I make, too. Yeah. That's what I do. Gotcha. I'm down to go pretty much whenever. Okay. How late are they open? Um, I don't know their hours now, but typically it's 24 hours every day. Oh, dude, I would go. I would, yeah. You just let me know. Which is fucking great. Yeah. They still have the thing where if you're just playing games, you get free drinks. Oh, yeah. You mean non-alcoholic oh, yeah. drinks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, I was worried they might at least be shut off even if they do it, but yeah, no, they were running wild. I just drank pop the whole time. Play oh, me long. too. Dude, I'm down. We should go. Okay. After this. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I could talk about the game for a second. We, uh, after this, uh, yeah, it's already 2 30 in the morning. <laughs> um, so before we went, well, we bought these tickets like four days before the game. Were they like $5? They would have been. We got the best seats and had the Ticketmaster fees fuck you over. Their tickets are so reasonable, but Ticketmaster charged more than the tickets themselves. And we got front row right behind a dugout. Nice. So we paid a little more. But uh, we got in a 0% chance of rain. And then that day I saw when the hurricane weather was supposed to be coming to us. And I was like, this is going to get canceled. But I checked the Clippers Twitter and the uh, game's still on. If we haven't posted anything, the game's still on. Before we parked at, uh, the game was at 6.05, I think. Before we parked at 5.30, I was like, all right, check in, make sure. And they hadn't posted anything, and then they posted something that said the gates are open. And I was like, well, they're not going to go through all this if they know they're not going to play. We start walking and just immediate downpour. Uh, sad. And to the point where by the time I got to the stadium, it was like a two-minute walk. My shoes were doing a thing where the water's just shooting out of it. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we stayed there for an hour because, again, they didn't announce they were canceling it. And then we stayed there for an hour, and they announced the game was canceled. You're allowed to use it for any other game, so they don't like screw you over anything, yeah. but still sucked ass. Yeah, it sounds awful. I love, and I love going to Clippers. You should do that too, then. Also, those are always so cheap. Sam likes them a lot too. Okay. Meteorologists, I think, should, uh, I think those should be the minimum wage jobs. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, how do you get that wrong all the time? It's incredible, especially. I get rain comes from clouds, so it can pop up at any moment. But a hurricane, that's the one thing that can be tracked weeks ahead. And yeah, I don't know. they knew it was moving towards the north. 
All right, no, that's a no. You're good. Yeah, clear sunny day to me. I know that's a hurricane weather to me, but okay. Slap a zero on that. Yep. Well, we can talk about hockey if you want. Uh, a lot happened. I don't know what it means though. So, but what I do know <laughs> is that the Kraken looked totally different than they did last time we talked. Um, they made a bunch of moves, acquired more picks, got, and then they signed some people to long-term deals. I still don't know who they are, so. Yeah, free agency opened up, so there, again, this is another thing where there's way too much to cover, so we're kind of just going to talk about our teams. They for... signed, I think, a good goalie, which you said, right? Yeah, right. at least last year he was one of the best goalies. And they, and they mentioned that when they signed him, like, oh, we got the whatever leading. I was like, oh, fucking sweet. From the Avalanche, actually. Oh, nice. Not for me. Well, I don't know, I the Avalanche kept losing multiple pieces, and I was like, "This." You remember me talking before? I, was, I think they're going to be good for a long time. I thought this might kind of fuck them over, but every projection still having them finish with the most points in the entire league. So I was like, "I don't know, maybe I'm missing something." Um. So I think the Kraken got better again. I just have no fucking idea until they start playing and I start learning more about the people. Um. So I think in theory they got better players than before free agency started. Um, I'm excited. Are we going to go to the game on October 16th? Yeah, that was something we didn't talk about, the schedule release, and we're not as much as I wanted because uh, I'm going to be out of town. Okay. I wanted so bad. I saw. I was I looking at the date. Oh, myself. you should. Yeah, I might. Yeah, because I'm bummed I'm going to be out of town if there's anything else I'd totally be there. What kind of buddy is a huge Blue Jackets fan? I wonder if he'd want I'm going to ask him. I'm going to go. Okay. Yeah, you're going to tell me how it is because I want to be there so They'll bad. Lose. I got this weird feeling. That... That's okay. I have this gut feeling that they're going to be bad because they took a different approach than the Vegas did, but that's okay. Um, I, I'm assuming there's more to talk about, but I just, I just don't know who these people are. No, I got you. But I do know that I'm buying a jersey, and it's, apparently it's going to be Alexander Wenberg, who was a former Blue Jacket. <laughs> um, is that all you want to say? Because I would transition into this. But, no, yeah, go for yeah. It. I don't know anything. So. so, as you said, Alexander Wenberg was signed by the Kraken. He says a three- or four-year deal. I think four, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a first-round pick by the Blue Jackets, as you talked about. He never lived up to his potential, but I think – he also got too much hate, especially because he was a high pick that people thought a lot of him. Mm -hmm. Well, first, I think he seems like an awesome guy, so it sucks. I, if people are douches, it's a lot easier to root against him, but he always seemed really nice. And uh, I think he has all the talent if he puts it together. He just, he's a player who tries to do too much and gets too fancy and fucks himself over. Okay. But I think uh, he's still relatively young. And I don't, yeah, and I don't think he's bad to begin with, so. I think he could end up really well. Sweet. Um, I hope so, he's going to be my jersey. Yeah. A lot of Blue Jacket fans hate him, but I don't really get it. Like I said, I get that it was a bummer that the first round picked him live up to his potential, but I think the the hate was a little too strong. Gotcha. Um, the Blue Jackets made a lot of moves, as most teams did. Most of their moves were actually re-signing players, though they didn't make many moves into free agency itself. They did sign uh, Sean Crowley from... 
the Bruins, as much as I hate them, he's a, he's a decent player. They didn't make any like huge moves outside their own organization. Mm-hmm. It was a four-year, $10 million contract, so not too expensive. And he's from Dublin, so that's always cool. And I think his players' motivation if they grew up Blue Jack fans, especially knowing that the team's still relatively new and being like, mm-hmm. I'm going to hopefully be the thing that turns this team around. Um, and then... They signed Jake Bean, a defenseman that they traded for during the draft, and that was one of my concerns is that they make these trades and they never sign players or lose them. So I think that was a good move. They signed three years for $7 million. And then a lot of players that might end up being NHL players, but more than likely are going to be minor league players. But then their main moves were, like I said, inside the, inside the organization. They re-signed Zach Wierenski for six years for $57 million, so quite the contract. Um, so that's a risky one, but at the same time, he's been one of the most reliable defensemen in the league, and you got to play, play or pay top players if you want to stick around. Yeah. And he went to Michigan, and he was born in Michigan, so people were thinking – since he got drafted, he was waiting for his contract to end so he could play for Detroit because that's the team he grew up liking. And uh, I think this obviously proves that wrong. And yeah. I think that's a, a really good sign for a team that consistently loses players like that in those scenarios. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, they re-signed Alexander Texier, a center for two two years at three, $3 million, which he's a really young center that's shown a lot of promise. So I think that's a really good contract there. Uh, Boone Jenner, potential captain. They don't have a captain still, but I think he's a top candidate with the players they've lost for four million or four years for fifteen million. And they signed Patrick Line to a one year deal at seven and a half million. He's the one I told you is uh he's like a potential top NHL player. And it's only one year because he'll be a restricted free agent after that. So kind of the debate now is okay. what's gonna happen with him if he's gonna Resign long term, or is this going to turn into another situation where they have to get rid of somebody? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's a good sign that something's happening with it. Yeah. Eric Robinson signed for two years and $3.2 million. Uh This one goes to your team. I don't know if you saw this. The dude they drafted from the Blue Jackets in the. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you see they cut him and the Blue Jackets re signed him? Really? Yeah. I was like, what? They signed him for two years for a million and a half. So that's why I was saying that he's like a a low NHL high minor league player. That's why I thought it was weird they took him now. Okay. I mean, more confused that they cut him. They probably had like a, it seems one of those things that you could just take people and like scout shit for free pretty much. Mm-hmm. Probably just didn't like Yeah. I just think it's weird because I know I'm a Blue Jacks fan, but they, like I said, they had some players that I think most, NHL teams would take, so I just don't know why they didn't take one of them. I think it's weird. I'm not complaining, but... Um, then some... I said I'm not going to cover all the moves, but some that stood out to me for former Blue Jack players and went elsewhere. Ryan Murray signed with the Avalanche. He was with the Devils most recently. He's a, a former high first-round pick. That uh, He's a defenseman, and when he can play, he's like top tier defenseman but I've never seen anybody so made of glass in my entire life and that's been his issue which sucks because again he seems like a really good guy but he's fucking literally just made glass if he touches and he falls apart so hopefully I can uh, find, find a way to not do that um, 
Nick Foligno, I talked about on here since he got traded, how there was a rumor that he resigned the Blue Jackets, and then rumors started popping up they might resign Toronto, and then the other big rumor that he would sign in Minnesota because his brother played there. So I mean, I want him with the Blue Jackets, but I can't blame him for going yeah. to Minnesota to play with his brother or Toronto because that's where his dad coached before. But instead, he went to the Red Wings. Almost as bad. He went to the Bruins. Okay. <laughs> which that fucking sucks because he's I knew awesome. That. Did you? Yeah, I, I thought you were about to say it. No, 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 I actually knew that. Yeah, he signed uh, two years with uh, three point eight million. First year, three point nine million. Second, so I think it's a good deal for him. And as much as I hate it, I still like him no matter what. He's just an awesome guy. And the Bruins seemed like a fucking crazy curveball because like I said it seemed like a layup that would be Minnesota, Columbus, or Toronto. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know where the fuck this Bruin thing came from. But he had, uh, I don't know if you ever heard, his daughter had crazy medical issues and they thought she was going to pass away and she was really young. And I guess her medical treatment was in Boston. So I'm guessing he probably has an attachment to that. Yeah. So as much as I hate the Bruins, that's fair. And it's hard to hate on for that one. You're going to a city that you felt like probably saved your kid's life. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's kind of fair. <laughs> I guess I can get that one. Yeah. Um, the Jets signed Riley Nash to a one-year deal, former Blue Jacket. This was somebody that, I'll be honest, I was critical of because the Blue Jacket signed to a huge contract. They got him from the Bruins, and he did not live up to the contract. But he wasn't bad, and I think getting him out less than a million is a really good deal. So, because I thought hit the issue with him was they were paying him way too much, but I think that's a really good deal for him. The Senators signed Michael Delzato, a defenseman from the Blue Jackets, and... It was a two-year deal with only $2 million a year. I think that's a steal. I wish the Blue Jackets would have done that. Kind of sad. Um, the only other thing I had, Ohio State released their hockey schedule, and that's it. I've been to a couple of Ohio State hockey games. I really like them. Oh, do you? Mm -hmm. That's surprising. I hate Ohio State, obviously, but um, there's something about a college hockey game that's like pretty fun to go to. I don't know why. Yeah, it's surprising because I know you don't like Ohio State, and then on top of that, I tell people I like Ohio State games, but I'm like, if you don't, um, if you haven't been to hockey or you don't really care, you got to go Blue Jackets because there's so much more energy yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, a lot of Ohio State games are kind of empty, and people are like, this is boring. I liked it. Really? It was just, like, super chill. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. I was just, like, chilling. I was able to just, like, talk and enjoy a hockey game, and, yeah, I liked it. I would All do right. another one. I was going to say, we got more. We keep sending stuff. We got more to do then. Speaking of college, you said you want to talk about football? Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, so college football started. Yep. Ohio State played today. They did. They won. Yeah, they... Uh, started off not so good. Yeah. Um, I told you in my message that I thought it would be close. I know a lot yeah. of Ohio... Well, I was going to say a lot of Ohio State fans might say that, but most of what I hear is that they're pissed off because they didn't destroy them. But Ohio State always does this. I told I fucking told somebody at work the halftime score is gonna be like ten to seven. It wasn't it ten to seven or like fourteen to ten or something. Yeah, I think fourteen to ten. And then I was like, and they're gonna win by multiple scores. That's just how Ohio State does it. Unless they'll obviously blow a lot of people out, but like home road openers are tough. You have a completely new quarterback. Your linebackers are questionable. And isn't the defense just like the youngest shit? Yeah. Like in general. 
Yeah, they're really talented, but it's yeah, take a bit. It's going to take time. Yeah, that's... I hate Ohio State fans so much. You have to expect that you're going to struggle a little bit. Yeah, that's my biggest issue with them is that they don't expect... They can't expect that. Yeah. Like everybody's talking, oh, what do you think the game's going to be tonight? And, well, you better at least shut them out. Or, uh, oh, we're we're going to easily put up 50. And I was like, I don't know. I, I think Ohio State's going to win, but... Well, my guess was uh, I said 38 to 17. Okay, I said 48 to 20. Yeah, so not that far off. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Ohio State, and no matter how good a team is, it takes teams a while to jail. A lot of these players haven't played together. Minnesota, I know, I think people are judging last year when the COVID year when they were all mixed up, but they were 11 and 2 the year before. I know traditionally Minnesota is not good, but I yeah. think things are changing. And it's on the road. It was prime time. That stadium sounded fucking nuts, which is another rare thing for Minnesota. But it was happening. And then you had bad weather on top of that, which I know both teams are playing in. But when you're the the road like that, that's your usually place to your Their disadvantage. Was so good. Oh yeah, he did it to Ohio State two years ago too. This, they went on the. Oh, I'm sure you saw. It. They brought the stats of like yeah. two years ago. The same shit. Yeah. Did I you hear that. about his injury? Yeah. It, well, I'm sure you saw it, but is there anything follow-up? I haven't up? heard anything, okay. yeah. Um, he was able to limp off. It looked yeah. like his Achilles tore. Yeah, that's sad for young players. That'd be a big blow for them because he's real good. Yeah, um, he looks real good. I thought the biggest overreaction was uh, to the quarterback, and I think even the announcers were doing I don't know how much you've watched. But when I he was... Um... When he was struggling early and he didn't look good, but I was like, this is his first game ever. This is gonna, yeah. I think he's going to turn around and he ended up throwing for or having over 300 total yards and four touchdowns and he had one turnover. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, he needs more time. He's going to struggle. I'm sure he'll have bad games. Yeah. Um, he's probably going to struggle against the big teams, but he's clearly got a cannon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The explosive plays were there, just the consistency. And, and the receivers looked like they are just going to take time, but when, when they were running the routes, everything looked correct. They were getting wide open, and he was hitting them. So it looks like it'll be fine later. It'll take a little bit of time, but sure, give it a month. They'll be clicking. Yeah, it kind of sucks that not that the team's bad, but now that I think it's uh, pretty clear that it might take a little bit of time that Oregon's so soon. That's their next game. Ooh. So... Because usually you throw like a a Tulsa or yeah. Toledo in there, you know, well, they can struggle, but they're not going to. They're going to be interesting. That would yeah. be a good test. Yeah, I think so. Oregon's not what they were, but they're, Still pretty good. yeah, they're, I mean, anytime you have a known program like that, they're getting better than 90% of the country's teams. Yeah. I like Oregon. Do you? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't, don't like them. Uniforms are. The Bucks versus the Ducks, you know. Cool. Yeah, the mascot's kind of funny. Yeah, was kind of interesting. Well, yeah, that'll be an interesting game. Is that what times? Well, what day is that? A Saturday night game, I hope. I think it's Saturday. Oh, even better! I'll actually be able to watch it. Let me check for a lie to you. Um, it is. We should go to the casino and watch football because I took I don't work Sundays anymore. Yeah, it's noon, September eleventh. Ooh, I'll be at a concert September 11th. September 11th. Um, no, I'd be down for that in general, I mean. That'd be fun. Um, if you want to hear something sad, I didn't even say this on this Sorry. podcast, Brandon. That was another move that happened. Blue Jacks had a chance to re-sign Brandon Saad and they missed their chance again. Mm. 
It made me sod. And then I was real happy because the first comment said, well, this makes me really sod. Oh, wow. Other people make this dumbass jokes. Of course it uh, is. <laughs> um, but I have season tickets to the Buckeyes. I haven't said that on here. To the Ohio State football team? Yep. Oh, how'd you get those? Mikhail goes to school there, so uh, okay. I got them real cheap. Well, relatively cheaper than what Ohio just, State you are. sell that Michigan ticket right now. You'll make so much fucking money. It's in Michigan this year. Oh. Um. What sucks ass is I'm going to be out of town for the Oregon game. That's at, oh. at Ohio State. So How many tickets do you have? Like one? Two. Two. I've also been to a lot of Ohio State football games. Do you like those? Yeah. Really? I just like I like football. But like, do you... I have to pretend to be an Ohio State fan. I, I was going to say, I said, do you get into it or you get... No. I'll just chill and watch football. But even if I go to Seahawks games, I'll just sit there. Really? Oh, yeah. I actually hate going to Seahawks games. Then how would you get into the crew, do you think? Because I feel like you care, really about, care that. about them. I know. That's why I thought you wouldn't get into it at all. I'll get all. into it with you. But if I'm at a Seahawks game, I don't want anybody to talk to me. That's why I just watch them on TV now. It's like not fun to go to games. Although I think I'm going to go to Pittsburgh, Ew. Seahawks, Sunday night football. You're very ready to talk if you're going to go to Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I will be because I think we'll beat them. We're better than Pittsburgh. Did you have any college football you want to talk about personally? LSU plays Saturday at 4. Who are they playing? I don't know. I knew earlier. I yeah. didn't write it down. UCLA. So it'll be a game. Yeah. But uh, we should win. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what both teams have to offer, but generally, yeah, I would say. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be good, but we just lost everything <laughs> two years ago. I like our coach, though. And I think if there's a coach that can rebuild a program. And I think we still have a pretty good recruiting class, so I think we'll be all right. Quarterback's just the biggest problem, like always. We play oh, and then we play McNeese State. Hoping on pull Michigan and when they lost to Appalachian State. Yeah, then the then the games start coming in. Yeah. Mississippi State, Auburn, Kentucky. Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas. God damn it. Texas A and M. Go Von Miller. Yeah, we'll be bad. That's all I got. I'm excited. I will not be watching it because I have to work. I hear you. But I'll, I'll, uh, I'll probably have it on the radio because I have Sirius XM now. Anything else you want to talk about in here? I got NBA. Oh, okay. NBA news. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Butler signed a four year, $184 million contract. It's just contract stuff. I got you. Um, Kevin Durant signed a four-year, $198 million contract with the Nets. All these t- are with their, with the original teams. They yeah. didn't go anywhere. Just extensions. Yeah. yeah. Um, the men's team won uh, the gold. That's right. Olympics. And Steph Curry signed a four-year, $215 million contract with – oh, fuck, I didn't put it in there. I think like $150 million of it or something was guaranteed. It's weird because I feel like I don't even hear about him anymore. I know he's good, but that's weird how much the NBA – Landscape kind of just changes and yeah, you must not watch much. <laughs> he is so fucking. Oh yeah, that, I don't. I'm not saying his skill. I just feel like the narrative, like the conversations yeah. about um, they what's his fucking this name, uh, Giannis and yeah, LeBron, obviously. Yeah. They went farther. It's all about whoever's hot. Don't say it was never hot. So hot. That's all I got, though, for sports. That's it. All right, should we end this as we always do with a quote? Yeah. 
Um, this is Michael Jordan. I figure this is a sports podcast where he says something inspirational. Mm-hmm. I ate the pizza all by myself. Nobody ate the pizza. Nobody else ate the pizza. I butcher it, but. Amen. Also, bonus, we there's a cookie that Danielle says you're going to hate. Yeah, I already could tell by the looks of it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Go ahead. Probably whatever this white thing is. Cause it smells I'm... good. It's called it. Oh, shit. Where's the thing? It's called a rainbow stuffed chocolate chip. Well, I can tell you without even knowing if there's an ingredient I don't like. I don't like my cookies thick. I don't like a lot of chocolate chips. I'm seeing a lot of that. It's okay. I would eat the whole thing, but it wouldn't be my first choice. That's not bad. Just well, I expected way too much chocolate for me and too thick. I actually like the softness of it, so I wish it was. It is very soft. Thinner and less chocolate. That's pretty good. Rainbow stuffed chocolate chip. So we're going to rate everything? Like you have different ratings for everything? For uh, like these and yeah, stuff? Yeah, you man? should. And I'm going to review these lemon heads really quick too. Um, yeah, we can do that if you want. Okay. Um, should we start with the cookie? Sure. I would say these are personal ratings. So we can, as always, we can say like, like I'm going to tell you what I think if other people might like the pizza or not. Um, for me, I would say the cookie is a... Are we doing it out of eight? Yeah, okay. of course. Um, uh, 4.5. It's okay. not bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to sit with you. Four and a half. Yeah? Okay. Sure. I couldn't eat more than one of them. Uh, this is good. Uh, there's something in there that I don't love, but most yes. of it I really like. Um, you might be able to sit with me, but I'm going to take my rating back. Oh. Not because you did the same, but because for some reason I was rating out 10, even though you just asked me. And eight. Okay. So I was like, I would say it's a little under halfway. So I'll give it like a, a three nine. Okay, I'll give it a five one. Okay. Then we'll just switch that completely up. Um, are we going to lemon heads next? Yeah, I'll give. I love lemon heads. Do you want okay. to put one in your mouth? I've had them many times. Well, so we I'm... haven't had it this time for the review though. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, you actually did it. Yeah, okay. Why don't you go first since you looked like you enjoyed it? That's a one. Okay. Fuck I'd give it like a seven, seven point one. I really like lemon heads, and I will eat this entire box. I Let's get to the you. pizza. Let's do that. You want to go first? The wizard. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, because yours um, probably be more in depth. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit. I'll hit everything for you. The crust is super fluffy. I think. I think it's really good. What Casey is not going to like is I think there's some sort of garlicky, there's something, there's a flavor in the crust baked into it, for sure. And I think it's fucking awesome. Um, the cheese, I think, is perfect. I think it could actually be cooked a little more. Um, it's pretty soft, and the cheese, I think, could be cooked a little more. But uh, this is light sauce, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think. It's still pretty saucy, to be honest with you. And I think yeah, I guess I don't actually I think there's that. chunks in it. There is, yeah. Okay, which that's fine with me, not with you. Um, but I think this pizza is pretty damn good. You also said you don't prefer chunks, though, right? I would prefer there not be chunks, but I'm not like, oh, no chunks. 
The problem I have with it is that it's fifty dollars. Well, twenty-five, right? Do I factor that in? I have to, right? We said I thought we said price isn't part of the review, and then you can care. say at the end. I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in for this one because it's twenty-five fucking dollars for a pizza. All right, fire. I won't. <laughs> um, it just keep that in mind. It's twenty-five fucking dollars. Um. I think, yeah, super flaky, or not flaky, super airy, super fluffy. The cheese is really good. I think the sauce is good. I'm excited to try the one with everything on it. The honey is even pretty good. Oh, I'll give the honey uh, 4.1. A little bit above average. And I hate honey, so it's pretty fucking good. Um, I would give this, I have to look at my other ratings because it's better than some pizzas we've had. It's not nearly as good as some pizzas we've had. It's not worth the exclusivity nor the price. I will say that. Yeah, I had a that was my one thing going into it. I had a feeling, even if I liked it, that the hype was gonna be too much because with that kind of shit, it just always when there's that many people like, yeah. oh, I need it because everybody else needs it. I'm like, do you even know what this is, or do you care, or you I just, just want it because you can't get it? Yeah. Uh huh. There's something really different about the sauce. I don't know what it is, but it's very different. It's unlike any sauce I've ever tasted on pizza. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. It's not sweet nor tangy. It's it's just this weird... It's a very different taste. Um, five point nine. Five point nine out of eight. Okay. It's better than Goodfellas. Wow. Which you're gonna hate. Yeah. But I gave I gave that a five eight. But I like Possum Holler, which I gave a six one. We haven't done that here. But I gave Neither it a six one. Um and I think I'd rather eat Possum Holler than this. But so I think it's somewhere in between there, like a five nine. Okay. I um, would get it again, but it's so fucking expensive I'll never get it again. <laughs> I hear you. That's fair. Um, what? I expected not to love it. Uh, I thought I'd always like it, though. Like I said going into it, I thought it looked like a not as good Jets, and I don't think Jets is as good as most people think. I just think it's a good pizza. Most people hate Jets. Oh, not most people I talk to. Really? Most people fucking love it. Well, I'm sure like if it. you're if you're referencing the the Columbus the pizza Ashes. group, yeah, I'm sure it's a chain, so I'm sure they fucking hate it. But everybody that I hear says it's really good. Yeah, I like it. Um, but even with going into that, thinking that it'd be that, it couldn't live up to even my low standards. Um, it's never going to live up to the hype. Well, no, not that hype. Yeah. I wasn't going to live up to that. I'm saying my standards of we're the jet. Low. Yeah. Um, if we're being fair about everything, the crust would be good normally. Like the cooking of the, the texture of the crust, the cheese, I think is actually cooked. Maybe a little more, but I think it's cooked very well. A sauce I'm not a fan of. Whatever your There's flavor you're talking totally about. There's something totally different about it. Yeah. yeah, not a fan of. So for me, you saw me spit it out, so it can't be anything more than one. Yep. So, To note, <clears throat> this pizza is going to be terrible cold. For you cold pizza eaters, there's no way this pizza is good cold. No? No shot. Um, Because it, it's starting to taste like something I could buy in the freezer aisle the colder it gets. So, just keep that in mind. 
Uh, also, they put fresh parmesan on top. Yeah, this is uh, this is fresh parmesan. So just noting that as well, which I think is a nice little touch. I think for most people, if I was rating, I would say like between a four or five. If I was didn't have my picky things, I would guess. I think a lot of people would like it. I, I it's totally different than like the cheese and the crust kind of tastes like whatever to me. But there's something baked into the crust and the sauce is unlike anything I've ever had. And I still am not sure if that's for the better or the worse. So. Hmm. Whatever I gave it is what I said with 5-9. Anything else you want to say to end the episode? This pizza's maybe worth $13, 15 tops. It's way better than Jets, I think. And I like Jets. But, I, yeah, no, I don't think so. I, I'm excited to try the pepperoni after this. I think we should try Jets on here sometime. I'm down. I love Jets. And they're, I think they're open later. Yeah. We okay. got to do Donato's, too. No, I'm down for that. Well, you guys should let us know in the comments. I don't normally say this, but uh, what pizza places we should try. Because I'd be curious to see. But you're okay. I'd be curious to see what you guys think or if you come up with any that we haven't thought of. Ooh. So let us know. Or oh, you do the wave. Yeah. Um, or if you listen to this, which you shouldn't for this one, you should really watch it. Um, then you can let us know through email. Yep. Currentbackloggers. At gmail.com. Yep. Any questions, comments? We will accept. Pop, 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 pop. Go Broncos. Hawks.